This podcast replay is brought to you by HialeahParkCasino.com. From the loosest slots in the state to one of the most comfortable poker rooms in South Florida. Enjoy their smoke-free casino at HialeahParkCasino.com. All you got to do is come on down, play some, uh, play some games, and you'll have an opportunity to win a Mercedes-Benz. On an Alfa Romero they've given away. They've given away a, uh, an F-150 Lightning. And now a Mercedes-Benz. There you go. Maybe you can pick up Pebbles, and she can take a, you can, she can take a ride in your Mercedes. I probably lost like a shit, crap ton of you guys out there with that one. You got to remember that song. That's a classic right there, Little Pebbles. She was kind of hot too, by the way. Anyway, uh, welcome aboard. How you doing, Sean? You doing good? You feeling good? There you go. He's looking good. He's feeling good. Got to tell you, we're feeling good. We're out here at the poker room. So we're enjoying everybody out there enjoying their time at the poker room, which the ladies, by the way, can serve you drinks and food while you're out here at the poker room. So come on out and, uh, and join us. TV's everywhere. you got some betting windows. So if you got any interest on any of the tracks around the country, got the Champions Sports Bar. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. And then all the gaming machines downstairs. Those of you that won boxing tickets, you have been uh, told you won. Uh, I think Nelson ended up winning the buffet tickets. So good for Nelson. Yeah, Nelson, uh, he's, you know, he's hardcore, always, always watching and supporting. So that was, uh, that was pretty good. I think uh, uh, Alex, Alexis, I think also, I think he won a pair of tickets, if I remember correctly. I think I remember that name. Uh, as, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, there, oh, there it is. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I was right because he has it as Alex, but I think it's Alexis Palenzuela, if I'm correct. So uh, there you go, and uh, so appreciate all of you out there. If you won your DRL tickets, drone. By the way, for those of you going out to the drone racing league, you know, send me a DM that you're out there or whatever, so we can, uh, you know, meet or something. I would love to meet you guys out there. I always love meeting the people that uh, you know make it happen for Sean and myself, and being able to do this every day of our lives, and being able to bring sports sports talk to South Florida sports fans all over the world. I see Lisa Rose is on the chat board and to Lisa, to everybody up in the Midwest, uh, up in the Northeast, I hope you all are safe. I hope you all are well out there because I know uh, several of our Americans all across from the West, all the way throughout the East and the Northern part of the country had to deal with some serious storms and some wicked, wicked snowstorms. So hang in there, man, because I know a lot of you are, are uh, going through some hell out there. I mean, I was watching a, a report in Minnesota where, like, you know, they're used to snowstorms, but this is going to be something of a, you know, like something we haven't seen in a long time and all that. And it's like, wow, man, places like that. When you see places like, like you know, uh, the the western part of, of, of New York and, and, and they're used to like brutal storms, but they're, when they say it's gonna be brutal, then you know it's gotta be incredibly brutal for, for places that are normally used to handling all of that stuff, man. So please be safe out there, all of you dealing with, the, with some of the bad weather in, uh, in the country, man. Uh, we, are, we are blessed down here, man. It's, uh, it's only hurricane season for us, and that's, that's, that's the only bad time for us. Uh, overall, we don't really have to deal with um, 
too many bad things like that, like all those snowstorms and, man, the fires like in California and stuff like that. It's, it's been really rough watching a lot of our, and, and the dry, man, the, the dry weather out west and how the lakes and the, and the rivers out there are drying up. It's just crazy. Salt Lake, Salt Lake is, I think like 60% of the Salt Lake has disappeared or something, or no, I think it's 40% of the Salt Lake has disappeared. And you know the, the the problem is, you know what they talk about with that. I don't know. Have you have you followed uh, that story with that's going on in Salt Lake? The worst part about it is now. Okay, you know that 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 lake is even saltier than the ocean. Okay, so now when it dries up, all those minerals and all the bacteria and all the stuff that was trapped down there under the water, well now it, it's going to re- now it's going to surface, and now it's going to get into the air. And apparently, you know, in, in Utah, in the, in, in the city of Salt Lake, there's a large portion of folks there that are at risk that if it starts to get to the point where it's so dry that all that stuff starts to lift up and go into the air, it's going to create a lot of problems, health problems for people there in Salt Lake. I mean, that's, that's how bad things are in different parts of the country if you keep up with it. I, I keep up with everything because, you know, when you do a show like this, you don't want to just sound like you're solely in South Florida. You want to be alert about what's going on all over the world, really, because we've got listeners, you know, all over the world. And I see it in our in our stats, you know. So uh, it's just one of those things. And, and I love uh, YouTube for that, that I'm able to. I subscribe to TV stations all over the country. So then I'll get their newscast popping up, and it might be in... In, in Michigan, it could be in Minnesota, it could be in New York, it could be in, in, in Oregon, it could be, you know, in Utah. And, uh, and so I kind of take the time and, and check out what's going on all over uh, the country, obviously. And every other uh, car chase that I can find in Southern California. Although we had one here recently. We just had a crazy dude just go through a couple different uh, parts of, the, of town and he ended up in Hialeah. And uh, did you see that, 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 that chase? And the guy just calmly walked into his house. It's like, damn, man. I missed that one. I know we had a, uh, I was taking my daughter to school, picking her up from school the other day, early in the morning, and there was a fire in. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, medley. Yeah, Medley. Yeah, yeah, we lost two people there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, two people died in, the, in that Medley fire. And then what was the news, the news thing? That, oh, well, yesterday that was in Orlando. Orlando. We had a guy that went into shooting two different areas. And then he went back to the original crime scene where the newscaster was reporting, and he shot him and the nine-year-old. Okay. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a screwed-up world, man. It's a screwed-up world all over the place, man. So yeah, crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. And Lisa, I see that in Buffalo, you're in Rochester, right? But uh, I hear that the, the big cheese uh, company is closing down over in Buffalo. See, you see how I keep up with crap? Yeah, there's like this big cheese company. Uh, they've been around for like 70 years, a family-owned company. And, they're, and, and because of inflation, because of the pandemic, because of everything, and uh, they're, they're closing down. As, as, uh, once the cheese ends... They closed down. I don't. I forgot the name of it, but I saw that news story also. See what I mean? It's just like I, and these aren't notes that I have written down. It's just you know all here 
in the noggin. But yeah, I saw I saw that story too in the. Uh, I don't know if it's Buffalo or somewhere right in that area, but yeah, I saw that story. Uh, Lisa says ours uh, was only like four to five inches of snow. But the ice on top of it is what's bad. Driving horrible last night. Lots of power outages, but we're okay otherwise. Good. Good to hear. And driving in that weather is a bitch. Okay? Is a bitch. I had to do it once, and I hope to never do it again. Don't get sick on me on the road. Okay? All right? I've had one guy that had to have a, a, a stone pass once on the road. <laughs> I've had another guy that got sick as a dog. I've had some, I've had some, uh, some interesting road trips with, uh, with some of my producers in the past. <laughs> Tough some bitch, man. One guy had, he literally, and I know because I've, I've, I've had the kidney stone twice. He had a kidney stone and he was still doing the show. He was still <laughs> engineering. I was like, I don't know how you're doing this. I don't know how you're doing this. You're out of your mind. Don't worry, it'll pass. It'll pass. <laughs> Nelson's there. Thanks, Big O. Well, you, you'll enjoy the buffet, bro. You'll be right there next to Sean uh, going through the buffet a couple times, man. Couple times. Yeah, couple times. There's no doubt it'll be a couple times. All the guy there. kept saying last time was like, another one. Yes. Another one. Yeah. It's like, yes, sir. Hell yeah. They do a good job with the buffet here, man. It's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it is. Cap for Life says, we are all on borrowed time. Choose wisely with what we do with it. Hard times, Daddy. Yeah? Amen? Hey there, Amen. You're right about that, my friend. You are right. Uh, Rosendo says, uh, good afternoon, Big O Nation. May your sacrifice uh, this Lent season remind you of your dependence on others and for all the blessings you enjoy. May you find peace. Bless you, Big O and Mr. Stanley. Thank you, Rosendo. As always, for, uh, for your kind words, always, you bring that strong. All right, so we got Alan Poupart joining us in hour number two, uh, by the way. Hour number three, Franco Panizo from Miami Total Football will join us to get a little preview of, um, the, of Inter-Miami. Remember, they start this weekend on the 25th. They uh, host Montreal at, uh, at the stadium, so... There you go. I'll be at the Drone Racing League on the 25th. Yeah, attendance? No, I think Inter will have really good attendance the first game. Yeah, the first game they will have. Yeah, I don't know about after that. You know, it all depends, and it's up to them to play well and play better. But I'm kind of excited for the Inter season to see with some of the pieces that they've added. And, you know, we'll talk to Panizo in hour number three. I never thought this messy thing was ever going to happen or even come close to it, but I haven't seen him do anything in Europe. And the season's going to start soon, and he hasn't signed any other deals, so his deal expires in the summer. And I know this, Moss will pay because he knows what it's going to mean to his team. The only thing is, how long will it take for the new stadium? Because you really want him in the new stadium. Yeah, but you also, when you talk to, I think, Panizo as well as um, Michelle, Michelle, they both said it's not just Inter-Miami that wants them. Right. right. It'll no. be good for the MLS. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But, and but everything I, there, you know. I but, think he wants Miami more than Oh, no, no. I it. mean, Miami's the landing I spot. I don't think MLS will sign them for anywhere else, but they're going to make sure. You know, I'm just saying, you know, Moss yeah. will pay, but I think the MLS will make sure. Hey, look, if we can get messy, 
we'll get you what you need also. I, right, I believe yeah. there's going to be some. Oh, yeah, yeah, like they did know, with Beckham and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah there's yeah. going to be some things that were, are going to have to be hashed out because, again, I don't think they can give the money that you know, maybe, other, maybe, others may. But Maybe you give them the rights to an expansion exactly. team. Exactly. You know exactly, That's or it. a partnership in, in Miami too, because he loves Miami. I mean, I'm just—I mean, I'm throwing out spitballing things. I'm not. When 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 he got the expansion team for Miami, mm -hmm. it was at a hundred million, yeah. and they gave it to him for twenty-five. Okay, now it's five hundred million. Give for a hundred. So, no, they <laughs> probably they probably will give it to him for like twenty-five Five. or fifty yeah. on a real discount. So he, hey, look, this is five hundred million. We're giving you. Yeah. So you have 500 million, okay? So your salary's gonna be 20 million behind Moss or whatever. You're not gonna make what you were making in Europe, but here's where you're going to make your money. You're yeah. going to be one of our owners. And so then that's where he can then yep. say, okay, okay, good. Cause you know, then whenever he does his team, there'll and be and people- you know, every time that he's on, there's, the eyes are going to be on. Regardless. Oh my God! The I mean, world's eyes are exactly. Gonna be on. That's it's not just. And we work there, so you, we know the international that this this that team actually has like an international. Oh no! Following. More probably more international. Yeah, than the national. Local. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, we're not on board yet. No, it's only like. No, I mean, Panizo like me and Michelle and them do a great job, but. Yeah. And know. Alex Winley. Yes, Alex Winley as well. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, Alex. Alex does an excellent job. We love her work. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. Oh, my alarm is sounding. Yes. I got to start mining. I mine. I don't know about you guys, but I mine. I mine on the Pi Network. Yeah, baby. Okay. There you go. Got about nine minutes left till I start mining. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big O, when you're done, come down to Mexico City. Stay in touch. Would be great to do a Big O show at a bar who hosts the Dolphins to watch the game here in Mexico City. Lewis will be, I'll be in Mexico City next September. Not this September, but next September the tw in, the, in 2024. I'll be there during football season, actually. Uh, I'm going there because Metallica is playing for two nights. So I'll be in Mexico City for four nights. Um, just like I'm going to Montreal in August for Metallica. This August for, for Mo Montreal. Next year, in the 24th, late of 24 in September, I'll be in Mexico City, actually. So uh, it's that's one of my things. I've always wanted to go to a metal concert in Central and South America. So I cannot wait to be in that atmosphere in Mexico City with Metallica and in in in, in uh, Estadium Azteca. Cannot wait, dude. That is going to be freaking awesome. I got a little Billy Joe in the background. I like that. So uh, we'll see. We'll see you there, brother. We'll see you there in a, in a little over a year. Uh, oh, if Messi signs here, it would be possible to use the hard rock until the stadium is built. There will be a huge demand for the games. That's a, that's a great idea on your part, dude. Never thought of that. Wow, Troy. That's strong. Now, here's the question. <laughs> two billionaires going well you got to use my stadium i want this much and then he's like no screw you bro i'm bringing the whole team and messi no 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 no. you get a cut at least you get uh, the event and you'll get some money out of it but we're not going to give you you know we got things to pay and so you can either overcharge in a smaller stadium and sell it out completely Okay, yeah, you could probably get some permits to build more seats if you felt. Yeah, they could corner in those areas and have walkthrough tunnels. They're they're 
set up pretty good to where I believe they could do that. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about the Moss Brothers. Yes. They put that stadium up in eight months. <laughs> and also, they can reorganize some of the areas to make more seating, you know. If I they mean, felt like it. Yeah. They can eliminate the end zones and bring them back as double-deckers. Yeah. Yeah. If they felt like it. Yeah. If they felt like doing that, they could do that, and they'll get it cleared and right away and all that stuff. But the problem will be the greediness behind both ownership groups and and it's not really greediness it's just hardcore business yeah you know yeah, so parking uh, right it's like what the, the canes go through right in a yeah. way right i mean they right. don't they don't i'm sure the canes don't get parking right oh they i'm get, sure no i'm sure they get a percentage, like a percentage but not it. like what it would right they're not making the yeah, kind you got of money messy that, playing there you're getting pretty good parking <laughs> oh yeah oh dude they'll have 40 plus for every oh, game at least at least. At least. 40 plus for every game with Messi. Because that holds what, 71? Yeah, I don't know. For, no, 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 no. It's in the 50s now. Remember, oh, they eliminated that's the That's right. They did eliminate the corners. 15,000. So, so it's in the 55, in the 57. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't. They would, they would get to 40 plus yeah, in every easily, game. Easily. Every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's no and then doubt. you bring that, in some other big names, you know, right. some of the other names that are bigger in MLS. Right. You might get that as well. Right. Because so, a lot of those teams travel well. I mean, with Inter-Miami, we saw it. I mean, that whole yeah. – the traveling stands were always – Yeah, Orlando travels well. Yeah. L.A. travels mm-hmm. well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it would be it would be crazy if they do it. Uh, Dougie Fresh says, oh, I just read that Justin Bieber was recently paid $200 million. Yes, we talked about it for his music rights. How, how did we get here? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, baby, baby, baby. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, he, he got a lot of money. Poor kid. I know he's also dealing with um, some kind of condition that he's got now. You know, I know that he's uh, health wise. I know he's not really all there. I know he's dealing with some stuff. I forgot what it is, but I know he's going through some some personal stuff. That's uh, it's not easy for him. Um. Uh, Glue Glass says, I live in Indy. You will be anywhere where your fans here could meet. Oh, yeah, I'll be in Indy for, I, I get there Tuesday, and I'm there to Saturday. So um, I'll be doing a show every morning, like the normal show. It won't change because the beauty of Indy is really my work is late in the afternoon and the evenings. It's not really during the day. I don't care about going to the stadium and watching idiots run a 40 and do a shuttle and do the gauntlet and throw the ball. I don't care about that shit. If I, if I went to go do that, then I'd just stay home, you know, and put on the TV and watch it. You know what I mean? It's like it's the stupidest thing in the world. I don't care about any of that. I'm going out there to meet with NFL people and agents and, and stuff like that and try to get information. That's, what, that's where I'm at. Uh, for that, so I will have a lot of afternoons open that I can. Uh, I, I remember a couple of years ago I met with a couple of listeners at a at a bar somewhere. So we'll probably meet somewhere. Um, you know, I'll probably pick somewhere like P.F. Chang's. You know, in that area there, that 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 block there. I forgot the name of that block, but uh, you know, there's all all those little restaurants and bars right there. We probably can meet somewhere there, and I'll tell you guys maybe we can meet. Uh, those of you that live in the indie area, we can meet on, you know, Wednesday or Thursday afternoon or something like that. Have some lunch, talk some shit, and uh, have some fun. So yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we'll, we'll plan for something like that next week. We'll talk about it on the, we'll talk about it on uh, on Tuesday's show. We'll do that. 
Uh, breaking news, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I saw he left his retreat. I saw it. He is, uh, he's out. He's, his, his four days are up, and he's done. So, yeah. Huh? Uh, now, he, now he has seen the light. Now he has seen the light. After being in the dark for so long, he now sees the light. So, yes. Any thoughts on Caleb Williams wanting to play for the Dolphins? He mentioned this that yesterday. Uh, none of it means anything, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Until we actually get to free agency and get to all of that. You know. This is a question he asked the college kid. I mean, he's, he's at USC. And in order for the Dolphins, you know, in a, in a perfect world to draft him, one of two things happens. And they're not good for Dolph fans either way you look at it. Because that free means either, agency or the draft. We just got to wait till no, it gets here, bro. But he, just, he also said that he, he liked what Mike McDaniel was doing and what the Dolphins were doing with all the weapons on offense. That was the reason he wanted to come. I just asked him, like, if you could pick your team to get drafted to, who would it be? He picked the Dolphins. Yeah. He said the Dolphins. I like what they're doing. Wait, like, it's, it's cool that he picks the Dolphins. Yeah. And it kind of goes off of what I wanted to talk about today. And I, I, I'm going to get into it because um, I, I'm going to get into something for Dolphin fans that I think we need. We need. We need to, we need to discuss something that I, uh, I have here on it. And we will for sure. Um, I, I want to get into it. By the way, tomorrow we're going to be at Craig Zinn's Acura of Pembroke Pines at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 and Pines, baby. They've always got some great deals going on, a great selection of brand new and certified pre-owned vehicles. So make sure you go check that out. Also, uh, I want to uh, give you guys an opportunity uh, to take part in a great event on Saturday, March 4th. And a Sports Grill is all behind it. They do a great job. And it's the WingsForWishesMiami.com. I want you to check it out. Wings for Wishes, by the way, is a unique South Florida event combining the love of delicious chicken wings, which you know, Sports Grill's got some delicious chicken wings, with the desire to grant children's wishes through a Make-A-Wish Southern Florida. Our ninth annual Wings for Wishes will take place on Saturday, March 4th, our family-friendly block party approach will feature now the famous amateur wing eating competition. Renowned chicken wing tasting and returning will be the crown favorite major league eating professional wing eating competition. Guests will enjoy savory food stations featuring delicious recipes from some of South Florida's favorite restaurants, along with a wide, wide range of refreshing beverages, mouth-watering desserts, live music, family fun activities, an award presentation, and over 2,000 enthusiastic attendees for the per perfect recipe for another sensational Wings for Wishes. All right, we got an amateur eating con competition, teams of four to compete to eat 50 wings at the fastest time, and in the sanctioned major league eating competition, competitors have 10 minutes to eat the most wings possible, measured in weight, but they also will count the wings for headlines, too, at the same time. Now, if you want to be a part of this, folks, you can use our code BIGO, and the first 30 listeners who want to purchase tickets, you're going to get 20% off. So use the code Big O, get 20% off, all right? And um, if you want uh, uh, to offer two free tickets to a first responder, we can do something like that too, right? So we'll see if we can uh, try to 
find out about any first responders too. I want to I want to do something like that. But anyway, if you want to go to it, by the way, 30 listeners right now, the first 30 listeners, use our code Big O. Go to wingsforwishesmiami.com, wingsforwishesmiami.com, and it goes for charity, so you're helping out a Make-A-Wish. You can probably write it off, too, because you're making a donation, right? I think that's kind of the way it goes. So there you go. You're going to get discount tickets. There's food. There's entertainment. Yeah. And you can watch those people eat those crazy amount of wings. And it's a great time for kids. Everything's set up for the kids. They yeah. have a big area where, you know, with the... You've been to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed out on one of the teams, but I came in fifth place. Nice. And out of the, they did a contest, and they, it was for uh, DJ Williams. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, you, you, you know, listen, this is a great event. Use our code so you can get 20% off, and that way you can enjoy it. Wingsforwishesmiami.com. Use our code Big O. And, uh, you know, you're going to be making somebody's wish happen eventually with your, with your little donation that you make there. Just buying a ticket, you're you're going to help a child, you know, achieve a wish. That is freaking awesome. Okay, so there you go. All right. And they also have a lot of uh, beer stations set up for you as well. Oh, they do mm-hmm. a lot of beer stations. Ooh. Yeah. And they go along with the different wings because they right. know the different sauces. So now you've got. Okay. Oh, this is good with this sauce. This is good with this. it. It's, Okay. It's, it's, it's a good time for the kids and the adults. All right. All right. All right. Makes it sound like, uh, it makes it sound like why I go to the youth fair now. <laughs> the food. It, it really is. I went and I was like, ah, oh, the kids are having a great time. And then we hit the one little strip and it was beers and wings and it was all right. That is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, oh, even darkness doesn't want to be alone with, uh, with a, a Raj. <laughs> Uh, Jayhawk says, breaking after seeing the light, Aaron Rodgers has decided he will play for another NFL team. More on that later. Now back to talking balloons and missiles. There you go. Uh, I prefer the Dolphins win a Super Bowl than get Caleb Williams in the 2024 draft. Brother, right now it doesn't matter what they say in the draft, what they say in free agency. You know, none of that matters. We'll find out eventually what's going to happen and who's going to get what. And, you know, once we get a little closer and we'll get more information, then we can have more of you know more substance. You know, uh, 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 conversations with substance. You know, Caleb Williams is the next can't miss QB if he goes pro for the 2024 draft. Somebody's going to tank for him. Dolphins have no shot. No, they don't. They have no shot because they'll be too good next year. No shot. So not worried about Caleb Williams at all. And you know what? Maybe let me let me uh, let me get into it a little bit here. Let me get into a little. Let me get into a little Dolphins talk because I um, I think that we've got and and I've talked about this in the past that our our past as Dolphin fans has clouded us. And look, let me tell you, I've been covering the Dolphins for over 30 years. And over the last 20, I haven't had a lot of good things to say much about them. I haven't had many moments that I really believed much in them at all, to be quite honest. You know, I might have gotten excited for a very short time with Jimmy Johnson and with Saban and with Parcells, but that quickly fizzled. I mean, quickly, when I noticed what was going on, it was like, yeah, eh. 
doesn't really done and then all the other things that we can talk about from Adam Gaze to Cam Cameron to flow and whatever you know all this crap that we've had here for years and and I've never you know front office all the mess that we had with Wanstead and Spielman and everything that we had going on with Ireland and Parcells and and then Tannenbaum and all I never really believed in any of this stuff you know and the, the, and over the years I had a lot of Dolphin fans that would just get pissed at me because I just could not see any light at the end of the tunnel with any of that, right? And then now it's the reverse for me. And this is the first time in decades that I feel this way. And I am not going to allow the negative media, okay? Because that's what we have, unfortunately. The media is normally negative. The editors are normally negative. The producers are normally negative. The editors are normally negative. The executive producers are normally negative. Why? Because that's what gets headlines. They don't want to really put, and, and, and you know, to start the newscast, a fireman saving a dog. No, 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 no. They want to put a guy shooting a fireman, shooting a nine-year-old child. That's what they need. If it bleeds, it leads. And, you know, like, I'm watching MSNBC, uh, and, and there was, like, a little Bitcoin dip, right? It went from 24.8 to down to 23.8, 23.7. You know, it's not much, if you know. But then I'm watching the headlines. What does this Bitcoin dip mean? Is it going to go lower? What is this, uh, what is this uh, you know, thing from the SEC? Is crypto dead? And then it was, like, three headlines, and they were all negative. Right? And this is what it's all about. It's about finding the negative angle. It's about finding the negative side to a political story or you politicize the story. It's about scaring people. It's, it's, this is what we do, right? And with the dolphins, man, the whole thing is just about negativity. And to me, I think the Dolphins right now are all about positivity. That's the way I look at it. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it completely different than the average media person. I think the Dolphins are very close. I think the fact that they added Vic Fangio, who's now going to better that staff the way McDaniel bettered the offensive staff, I think you become an incredibly sexy destination for players, for agents, not, not sexy because you're Miami. Not sexy because there's sun year-round. Not sexy because you're a no-tax state. Yeah, that's always been there. That's why Ndamukong Su came down here. He didn't come because they were winning. When they asked him, Why'd you? well, the Dolphins are very progressive. That was his quote. Yeah, he couldn't talk about actual football because there's nothing to talk about. You have the number one rated passer. I don't care what anybody says. This kid can figure things out, and he can stay healthy. This offense can be really special. And I know these guys and the front office are going to tweak what you saw last year on offense and make it even better. And I have faith. McDaniel's a smart dude. You know, he's no dummy. He's going to see how many times he screwed up mismanaging the game last year, and he's going to fix that. He's smart enough to fix it. I have faith in this front office to, to shore up what they need to shore up. 
I have faith that they can move the money around to make it all happen. I have faith that Tua can stay healthy and figure things out. You know, to me, the Dolphins are in the best shape they've ever been in since way back in the Shula era. This is a team that has all the potential to have great success. They just need to tweak a couple of things here or there, and more than anything, and I don't care what anybody tells me, for me it was all about bad luck last year. Weird things happen, weird injuries. I mean, Tua normally suffers injuries, and it was all about head trauma, about falling the wrong way or getting slammed and all that stuff. And it, it, it's not something that he dealt with his entire career until this year. So you can figure things out, not just because of judo. It's getting rid of the ball early and all those things. I've talked about it. I've proved it over and over again that all his injuries come pretty much between four and five seconds of holding on to the ball. So you can avoid all of that stuff by not holding the ball for four or five seconds. And don't do it so much because that's how it happens. It isn't only those specific times that he held it for four or five seconds. It's other times that he's trying to make a play, and sure he does. But again, you're also putting yourself and your body at risk. And it's really easy. And it's really lazy by the media to always focus on the negative. And because of you, they do it. Because the negative is what gets you to read it. The negative is what gets you to, to, to watch it, and the negative is what gets you to talk about it. The positive stuff, you, you just cast it aside, dude. You don't care about saving the dog. You don't care that if they tell you, hey, this Dolphin offense is really good. Hey, man, Vic Fangio's gonna take the defense to the next level. Players are gonna wanna come play here for him. Why, why, why talk about the stuff that actually will not give you the same amount of clicks. Just like this rant won't get me the same amount of hits, reviews, or downloads unless I'm ripping somebody from the Dolphins for the next five, seven minutes. Yeah, then I'll get triple the downloads. And that's really easy and lazy too. And also, it's manipulative because it's really not the truth. This is a really good team that got to the playoffs with, with almost nothing left, <laughs> okay? And they got that nothing, and they should have still beat the Buffalo Bills in that first round. So how am I not supposed to be pumped up about a team that was injury-riddled, and if they were healthy, they would have won that game, and they would have beat Buffalo three weeks prior to? That's the part that, to me... That's the part that pisses me off and frustrates me. That after all these years of a lot of bad stuff happening, last year wasn't about bad, it was just bad luck. It wasn't bad coaching all the time, it wasn't bad management, it wasn't, it wasn't bad ownership, it wasn't anything about that. It was about every terrible break you could possibly get. That's what happened to you last year. And I'm not going to allow that to cloud what I potentially feel is happening right now that I've never felt in the last 25 years. And I don't believe you should too as a Dolphins fan. I th let, me, let me explain to you what's going to happen, okay? I'm jacked now 
for this offseason. You got one of the best offensive minds in football. People are going to be excited to be a part of this offense. You got now one of the best defensive minds in football. Defensive players are going to want to be part of this. You got a QB that's a player. He's a winner. I get that he's had the, the injury stuff, but you can, you can overcome that. But the bottom line is he's a player and he's a winner. You can't take that away from Tua. That's what he is, right? And it's so easy to lean on the negative. Now we got free agency coming up. These guys in the front office have done a marvelous job. Why can't they keep doing that? And you've got the draft coming, and I get you're, you're not heavy on picks, but you still got your second rounder and your two third rounders. You can make some noise there and get some impactful players to help you out right away, hopefully, this year. The defense will be now on the rise. It's going to be a lot better than it was last year because you have one of the three best defensive coordinators in the last 15 years in this league. Now we've got free agency. We got the draft coming up. We got Zach Thomas's induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I, I refuse to allow anybody to create this thing like it's, you know, teetering on hell and all that, or it's going to be terrible. I'm, I'm terrified of the season. No, I am super excited. What happened this past year made me more excited about this coming season. Because last year's team got cheated out of what they could have been. Out of pure bad luck. Out of the fact that Byron Jones mishandled and I don't know if he even cared about coming back or not. I don't know. But then watching Nick Needham go down and Brandon Jones go down and it just, and we can go on and on and talk about all the injuries. It was depressing, dude. But it wasn't because they were bad. It wasn't because they were incompetent. It wasn't because they don't have good coaching. It wasn't because they don't, they don't spend or anything like that. And to me, that, that's what I want the Dolphin fan to look at, that this team had all the bad breaks. It wasn't that it was a bad team. And an injury riddled and all, a young first-year coach took the Buffalo Bills to the brink in that first round. And if that doesn't tell you, or if that doesn't inspire you for the 2023 season, that if they add the right pieces and they get a little luck, that people stay healthy. I know you're going to have an injury or two, but not 15 injuries. I just think that this team, sky's the limit. And I refuse to, to allow the negativity that I see from the media on a constant I don't care if it's the entertainment, music, crypto, sports, politics. It doesn't matter. They all swing the same way, dude. What what negative thing can I write or talk about so I can get a response? So my editors and my producers are happy with the activity on the channel. Don't let them do that, man. Yes, sir. No, I was going to ask you another thing, too, is with Fangio there, how much better of a play caller is that going to make Mike McDaniel? And then also, Tua, having to go against Fangio every day right. in practice and then also having Fangio help maybe possibly film. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but, I mean, it, it's a it's there for them. Yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and uh, what's it called? McDaniel's not an ego guy. 
That's why he brought Fangio because yeah. he doesn't have an ego. And so if Fangio, hey man, I'm noticing this. Oh, hey, thanks, Coach. I appreciate that. That's that's the way he's going to look at. It. What did Rosendo just say? Uh, let me let me let me go back. You remember? He's got a couple different comments in there. No, no, but his his one and only comment that he does during. Here he goes. He says, uh, "May your sacrifice this Lent season remind you of your dependence on others, and for all the blessings you enjoy." And he is right. And it doesn't matter who you are; you're dependent on others. If you're the head coach, you are depending on your assistant coaches, your scouts, your front office, your players to help you and contribute to your success, right? Josh Boyer contributed last year by finding Cater Kohu, right? And developing him, by the way. So you got to have, you got to be egoless if you're Chris Greer or you're Mike McDaniel because that's what leaders should be. Leaders, you lead, but you also lead by allowing people around you to grow, and and be better because that's how you're better you know and and that's kind of what you have to do so to me there's a lot of positives man a lot of positives with the dolphins i i just refuse to allow this negativity to to cloud us you don't need it that's all i can say uh let's see um Big O, I haven't felt like this about the Finns in 30 years since Marino was drafted. The last time I witnessed this was when the Bills hired Marv Levy and they got Jim Kelly. Finns are close now. I, I agree. I agree. People don't want to, you know, uh, they, they, they just, they're so beaten up with the past, man. So beaten up with the past. And this doesn't reflect anything of the past at all. And so, yeah, I saw Marcel, Mr. Negativity. Yesterday, did you see that? Oh, he doesn't. He says it's not a good idea to give two of the fifth year option. Huh. 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 Was that on his run when he stopped and turned around? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Get on an elliptical. So yeah, apparently he threw that out there. Oh, they shouldn't pick up the fifth year option. Are you kidding me, dude? Of course you pick up the fifth year option. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big O, entire Dolphin team showed heart last year when the chips were down. This is very encouraging going into this year. I agree. Uh, Dougie Fresh says, a famous quote on leadership, strong leaders work every day to make themselves less necessary, not more. Exactly. You are correct. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, they were literally in every game, no matter who was in or out. Go watch the games from the past season. This team fought and battled until the end of every game. I agree. I agree. I'm telling you, man. I, I, that's, that's the part I was thinking about, you know, last night. I'm like, it, it's just so freaking negative, And I don't understand why. I don't understand how we don't have great momentum instead as Dolphin fans. And I'm not talking about clouded judgment or anything like that. I'm talking about the facts, dude. You got a hell of an OC. You got a hell of a DC now. You got a quarterback that if he figures his stuff out, you're going to have an, an, an incredible offense. And in today's game, you got to have an incredible offense. And I think they're going to get better this year. 
they've been they're closer to solving the line than they have been in a long time because they've got three of the five spots, really four. Because if you bring, is any Dolphin fan really going to complain about Brandon Shell? The dude got injured at, you know, more bad luck at the end of the year. But if not, Brandon Brandon Shell did a really nice job at right tackle. Technically, I could say you got four of your five spots filled. When the hell can you say that with the Dolphins? Do you need to go get maybe a more experienced swing tackle to kind of help out just in case for Tehran? Okay, I get it. And the left guard position has got to be resolved somehow. I get all of that. But they're, my God, they're closer than they've ever been. The two running backs really complemented each other last year. Maybe what you do is you find a third back that is a badass to go along with those two guys, and that way you have like a trio that you're attacking people with constantly. You know, upgrade over over Salvan Ahmed or something. I don't know. But to you know, to make it sound like this is like this incredible uphill battle and the Dolphins this, and oh, they may not have that much cap space. Oh, man, they've got enough cap space to make whatever moves they need to re-sign the people. They can move money around. People do this all the time in this league. I, I, I just don't understand it. I am more jacked about the Dolphins. See, I'm more jacked about this Dolphin offseason. I am super excited. I, I'm dying to find out who's going to get tagged, who's going to get released, and all, so we can really get in heavy into the free agent conversation. And then, obviously, we'll have the draft, and we'll start talking about the draft, and, and we'll have some fun with all of that. I, I'm looking forward to all of this. And we're also going to get to, we're, you know, Sean and I will be in Canton. Uh, to to cover you know Zach Thomas's induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and then I'm excited about you know what's going to happen in the preseason. Skyler will have another year under his belt to develop. You know he at least showed you something there in that Buffalo game. Looking forward to that. I mean, there's. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm I'm I. I, I'm not going to be that negative like people out there. I see a lot of potential with this team. A ton of potential. And they've been closer than they've been in forever. Some of you, they're, they're closer now than they've ever been in your lifetime. That's how crazy it is. Young people right now, this is the closest they've ever seen to having a really good Dolphins team. And they would have had it last year if it wasn't for the stinking injuries. I truly feel that secondary stays healthy. That defense is completely different. Josh Boyers looked at completely different by a lot of you out there. Um, let's see. Oh, I know it sounds crazy with all the team needs, but would you trade for Ramsey? No. No, they don't need to trade for Ramsey. That's uh, too much money. At this point, it's not worth it. Um, what you have to give up and what you're, you're inheriting and uh, in in that contract, no, not at all. That makes no sense whatsoever. Um, let's see. Of course, Tua needs to play healthy. That's obvious. He's going to have this year to prove if he can stay healthy, but a, but win a playoff game, this is a big year for his career. Yeah, it is. Big O, agree with you on, on this 100% at that number. Picking up Tua's option is a no-brainer. Yeah, $22.5 million, that's nothing. In today's game, that's nothing. Uh, Fins can restructure deal and cut players to create as much as 50 million in cap space. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I, I I don't go with this you know negative 
uh, you know, oh my God, they're in a really tough space. That they, yeah, they're in a tough space that they don't have a lot to trade. That I agree with. I've said that for a while now. They don't, they don't have a lot of chips. They're not going to be in the trade market. Okay, that, that's not going to happen. But they can make moves and sign in free agency, and they've got some pretty good picks. They got three in the top 100. They've got a second and two thirds. They got a sixth and a seventh rounder. We don't know what position they're in yet because they haven't, they haven't announced the compensatory picks. And then when they announce that, then all the numbers settle and we'll know exactly the spot they're in. But they have a sixth and a seventh rounder. Not going to be early picks anyways because they were, you know, in the playoffs. So it's in the back end. So it doesn't really matter. But they're like, they're the kind of team that kind of hits on sixth and seventh rounders too. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of those two picks is somebody that, that contributes, you know, to this team. They have an opportunity to make a lot of and, – and by the way, Nick Needham, you'll get Trill Williams back this year, Cater Kohu. Uh, are you going to find another guy in, in, uh, in the street? Vernon McKinley actually you know, played all right. Maybe he's got a future and you didn't draft him either. Maybe the, uh, the tight end that, that, that dropped the two passes but runs like a deer. Maybe now he turns the corner this year. Tanner Connor, I have no idea. But they find guys, Sealer, off the street, Brandon Shell, off the street. I, I don't know how people do not feel good about this team. I have no idea. When you got a front office that can find talent, undrafted, street free agents, drafting, free agency, I mean, I, I, I really struggle with this. This is the best Dolphins front office and coaching staff combination you've had in over a quarter century. And you're going to take a negative outlook to the Dolphins? Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. I, I, I'm super jacked about this season. And I know it's only February, but I, I just think we have a lot to, to be grateful about. And I think that they finally have got a franchise headed in the right direction, something I haven't been able to say in over two decades. And, it was, and I know I drove a lot of you crazy. Some of you probably never came back to support my shows or anything like that because you were so pissed over the years. Some people probably think, oh, he's just negative, you know. And no, I'm just brutally honest. And I'm being brutally, brutally honest here. I have never felt better about this franchise. And I, I wish more Dolphin fans felt like I did. That's all. What can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen? What can I tell you? I can tell you that Nature B is for me. And right now, we got a great deal going on with Nature B, folks. We got a 200-cap, 100-day supply, because you take two a day, by the way. And it's only $85. That's right. $85. And you've got it for 200 days. I mean, for 100 days. That's over three months. For 85 cents a day, you get three month, over three months of coverage, right? You're going to boost that immune system. You're going to have uh, extra energy in the afternoon. You're going to have high-line libido, uh, allergy relief, less stress, helps you in muscle recovery. I mean, and in today's virus-filled world, my God, Nature Bee helps out. I rarely have a cold. Okay, you, you see it. I, I say it all the time. You know, um, uh, my buddy goes to me the other day, goes, dude, you say that every time in the Nature Bee commercial, 
and you're going to jinx yourself. And I'm like, dude, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years saying this. <laughs> so if I was going to jinx myself, I would have jinxed myself years ago. It's, there's no jinxing. It's just the way, that's the way it is. It's, I, I, I attribute the, la the lack of colds to nature B. And I'm telling you, and, and there's, and we're going to give you, when you order it, go to big, you go to naturebee.com slash big O, all right? Naturebee.com slash big O. We're also going to give you a free Manuka honey lip balm, all right? So if you're in a dry area or it's really cold and, you know, you need the lip balm, your lips are getting chapped, the free Manuka honey lip balm, it is awesome. So we're throwing that in for free. And all you get is that you get the 200 cap supply, $85 for 100 days for over three months. And you're going to feel it within, it, it, starting in that second week of taking Nature B, I think that's when you really start to feel it and you'll feel the difference. And then, you know, from there on out, you're going to go, okay, now I see what he's talking about. By the way, ladies, stronger nails, fuller hair. Well, maybe some of you guys, if, uh, you know, you, you still want to have some hair, uh, fuller hair, stronger nails, uh, you know, uh, that, that also is a possibility there. Clean, green New Zealand, that's where it's grown. Natural plant pollen has so many benefits. Go to naturebee.com slash big O and use our code. Well, just once you go to naturebee.com slash big O, that's it right there. 200 cap supply, 100 days, $85 in the free Manuka honey lip balm. Naturebee.com slash big O. Uh, Big O, what's your secret to your lustrous hair and complexion? Nature B? I'll go with the hair. Nature B's got to help me out because I've been taking it for 20 years. 21 years now, by the way. Um, yeah, I would go with that. Although, I got to say, my red light therapy hat is helping because obviously I got hair. I got some hair here in the uh, area where I normally had the, uh, the human uh, yarmulke. So the human yarmulke was developing, and now I'm, I'm reversing the human yarmulke with, uh, with uh, my hat from Red Recover. So, yeah, that would also help out, too. I don't know about my complexion. I, I don't think I have a good complexion, but EJ Burrow, thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Um, Big O, this is the best Dolphins team since 84. Uh, maybe the early 90s teams were pretty good too, man. It's just the Bills were so awesome back then. Uh, Cap for Life says, I'm doing the reverse psychology role until it's bleeping working. 25 years, it's got to work this time. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about the Dolphins? <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Uh, Jayhawk says, Cap for Life, agree. As a fan, I'm hopeful, but it's been two decades plus since we won a playoff game, I'm not going to be a blind fan. No, I don't, but I don't think, you know, believing in Tannehill is a blind-ass fan. Believing in Cam Cameron is a blind-ass fan. Believing in Adam Gase is a blind-ass fan. Okay? There's a lot of things that you can't believe in. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe in these guys. I think it, was, it, it wasn't about them choking. It wasn't about them being bad. It was about them having terrible luck. I'm sorry. That's what I saw. I saw every bad break in the book from them taking out Teddy Bridgewater in a game that he never was concussed. I mean, think about the stupid shit that also happened to the Dolphins that screwed them over. 
Who's to say the Dolphins don't win that game if Teddy stays in that game? Skyler wasn't ready for that moment. It's unfair to him to put him in there. As an athlete, I'm sure he's going to take on any challenge because that's what he's supposed to do. But it's still unfair to the young man. I'm, I'm, I, I just, I, I refuse to give in to the negativity because I think the negativity comes from pure laziness. And it's so easy to do it, and it's so easy to get clicks. It's so easy to get views when you're negative. Because people love that, bro. They love to complain. Love it, bro. A lot of you love it when I'm ripping somebody. <laughs> Too funny. Anyway. What else do we have going on in the world of sports? By the way, the Heat are off till Friday. Uh, Panthers are also off till tomorrow. They take on the Sabres. Barkov, Sam Bennett, and Eric Stahl are all game-time decisions uh, tomorrow. Got that going on. What else do we have going on? Bro, and they fire. How many jobs has Nate McMillan been fired from? Right? Doesn't it seem like he's been fired like by like eight head coaching jobs? Look it up because I know some of them are in, some of them are interim. Like yeah. he took over, over for somebody yeah, and, and then they didn't keep him, keep him, or they kept him for an extra year and then fired him. But you knew his time was numbered, right? Yeah. When, when you were going against Trey Young, or um, I almost said Trey Lance, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I kind of uh, figured that 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 was going to be the case. But wow, dude. And then. You see that they're talking. Um, they're they're talking about um, uh, Quinn Snyder or Emmy Udoka. Like, really, you're going to bring Udoka in? Like that? Really? Although Quinn Snyder, I like Quinn Snyder. I thought he did an awesome job at Utah. But if I'm Quinn Snyder, my God, you got to go coach Trey Young. Hmm. You know. Trey's a like it, it's a, it's such an interesting talent, but are you efficient, and are you coachable? And that's kind of what it, it comes off as. It's not very coachable. It's not it, it it doesn't work. This is this was my argument with the silliness with Russell Westbrook. Like, how many more times do you have to see that he's an inefficient player? Why would you want him on your team? You know what I mean? And Heat fans that wanted him on their team, I just I never understood it. I never got it. I don't know how that would make you excited. I, 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 to me, it was going to just become another problem for the Heat. That's kind of the way I looked at it. Anyway, all right, one hour down. We got two more to go. We're coming to you live, baby, from High Aaliyah Park. We're in the second floor poker room. Come on out, man. And playing the gaming game uh, and the uh, machines downstairs because you will automatically be entered to win a Mercedes-Benz. How about that? So if you want a chance at winning a Mercedes-Benz, make sure you get on down here, man, to Hialeah Park. Check it out. They've already given away an Alfa Romero. That was really nice. Uh, a, a Ford F-150 and now a Mercedes-Benz. Friday, we've got the boxing matches. Guillermo Regandao, by the way, he was a uh, front page in the Herald today, uh, Guillermo. 
Uh, out there setting up the ring and everything right now. Yeah. Under, under things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a great night. Some of you already won some tickets. Hopefully, uh, Steve will stop by. We'll talk a little boxing with him, and we'll have some fun. But, uh, yeah, a lot of things going on at Hylia Park. Our number two, Mastered by Sean Stanley, is next. Miami sports fan, then there's only one store to go to, and that's Caneswear at Miami Fanwear and Davie. They're your one-stop shop for all your inner Miami CF, Canes, Dolphins, Panthers, and Marlins merchandise. They have hats, t-shirts, game day jerseys, and so much more. Located at 2511 South University Drive in Davie, and open 24-7 online at caneswear.com or innermiamiware.com. Call them at 954-835-5597. Caneswear, the spot where inner Miami and all Miami Sports Fan Shop. Do that bad of a job. Oh, great. You have a doorbell camera. Now you have a front row seat to your house getting robbed. They're breaking into my house! Ooh, there goes the TV. I'm sure it'll turn up at the pawn shop. No, not the TV! Just because you can see them, that doesn't mean you can stop them. With Slogans, you get 24-hour monitoring, a free home security system, and professional installation. Plus, free doorbell camera. One that'll actually work for you. Get out of my house! Get out of the house! Call 1-800-ALARM-ME. When you move, you need a reliable company led by passionate folks, eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth. Call Essential Moving Experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long-distance moving needs. You can rely on Essential Moving Experts. Mention the Big O Show and get $150 off. Family owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com.
Welton Rayom has more than 62 years of litigation experience handling insurance disputes. They're committed to resolving even the toughest insurance claims quickly. Call them for a free consultation. 954-966-4646. At Welton Rayom, they don't get paid unless you win. Property damage claims to your home, business, or condo as a result of a hurricane. Welton Rayom can help. Water, mold, fire, smoke damage, Welton Rayom can help. Call 954-966-4646. For over 16 years, EJDConstruction.com has provided South Florida residents quality craftsmanship, accurate project management, and exceptional service. That's why EJDConstruction.com is an A-rated member of Angie's List and the Better Business Bureau. When you're looking for the right custom home builder for additions or home remodeling, please call my friend Eric at 305-433-4843. That's 305-433-4843 for EJDConstruction.com. Welcome to Red Light Therapy, a revolutionary technology perfected by NASA to aid in muscle strengthening and recovery. Red and infrared light has the capacity to penetrate deep into the cell's mitochondria, potentially leading to increased energy, faster recovery, and the optimal performance your body demands. Train, fight, recover. or callers are not necessarily the opinions of FantasyXS.com, Media Group, Inc., Ownership, Management, Sponsors, or Website. When it comes to South Florida sports teams, very few in the media have witnessed, lived, and covered it like the Big O. Let's start the program dedicated to your favorite South Florida teams with a passion that's unmatched. The Big O Radio Show is on. Here's the Big O. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Hour number two from beautiful Hialeah Park, where you got a chance to win a beautiful Mercedes-Benz. They've got it right downstairs. Right downstairs, when you come in on the first floor, that's where they had the Alfa Romero Park. That's where they had the Ford F-150 Lightning uh, Park. And now they've got the Mercedes-Benz, so you can check it out. Peebles is not in the Mercedes-Benz. You're going to have to go find her. And give her a ride in your Mercedes Benz. That's what you're gonna have to do. Anyway, uh, let's see. I picked the wrong day to stop smoking. This is tripping me out. Okay. Did you pick the wrong day to stop sniffing glue and drinking alcohol and all that other good stuff? There you go. I like it. Uh, let's see. I like to if he stays upright. I agree. We have a shot, but I do pretend I he's been unavailable his entire career. Geez, guys, slow down. Well. That's true. I, I get all of that. But I think it's something that you can figure out. Other people have been able to figure out injury history and make it better for themselves, and others haven't been able to. Hopefully, 
He goes the way of Fred uh, Fred Taylor did. Fred Taylor had a injury-riddled career his first, like, four years and then went on, like, a seven-year run with very little setbacks whatsoever and was a rock and put together what could be as a Hall of Fame career, you know, overall. He was a special player, man. He he can play, dude. Uh, Eric Bieniemy. Let me get into Eric Bieniemy. He had his press conference. And I got to tell you something. I'm not a Redskins fan by any stretch whatsoever. Oh, I'm sorry. A Commanders fan. That's right. Uh, by any stretch whatsoever. But uh, I will say this. I am I am kind of pulling for them. And um, I am pulling for Eric Bieniemy. He's one of the guys that I'm pulling for. Bieniemy had his uh, press conference. And he had a... One of the things that I talked about a couple days ago when he took the job was, I told you, you got to challenge yourself. Uh, staying there with Andy Reid is what a coward would do, you know, because you're not, you, you, you don't have any, you don't have any, you know, any confidence in yourself that you can survive on your own without somebody else. Or do you, you want to live with daddy and mommy your whole life? You got to live in your room. You, you can't go buy your own house, your own, uh, your own condo. You can't get your own car. You can't get your own job. Can't develop your own career. What's the deal? You know what I mean? Right? I mean, it's that we all go through that stage, right? That you get to that point where you get, you, you start to grow up and you also say to yourself, oh, I got to get out of this house. It's not that I don't, I hate my parents or anything, but I need my freedom, dude. You know, I need my own pad. Well, then that, that comes with some hell, some some hellish responsibilities, right? Because you've got to pay for the rent or the mortgage or insurance, and then you've got utilities, and you've got all kinds of things that you've got to pay, right, in order for you to own that space. But that's part of growing up that you detach yourself from mommy and daddy. It's basically what, what you're doing if you're hanging around with Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. You're hanging around with, with daddy the entire time. So Matt Patricia fails when he leaves the nests. And here goes Josh McDaniel failing when he leaves the nest. And Flo and Judge, they all fail when they leave the nest. Now, I commend them for at least trying. But Mike McDaniel, if he was going to leave the shadow of Shanahan, and, and if people are going to say, oh, no, he was really the brains behind the whole thing, well, you're going to have to go prove it, dude. Right? So you got to go out and take that challenge. Eric Bieniemy had the best line out there. Comfort is the enemy of progress. So yeah, stay in your comfort zone. Stay in your mom's house. Stay in your dad's house. Stay in that job that, you know, pays you. You get by, but you can't grow anymore. And those of us that don't want to grow, wow, man, you don't have any, you don't strive for more? You don't strive to better yourselves? Because I heard that, I heard that a lot. Oh, he, no, you should stay there in Andy, with Andy Reid. I hear that and I'm like, yeah, it looks like you're the kind of person also that wouldn't want to challenge yourselves. Can't be afraid to fail in life, folks. You cannot be afraid to fail in life. Failure is a part of life. Couples have sex and they don't get pregnant. And then they got to find ways to make it happen. 
you know, or maybe one or the other has an issue and they've got to fix that issue and get back on track and, you know, then they have it. You fall off a bike, you get back on a bike. It's the way it goes, right? Anything and everything in life comes with failure. You're learning math and you're not getting it early on and then you figure it out. There's failure in everything. You know, you want to be a good poker player. Well, that just doesn't happen the first time you sit down that you know how to play the game and you understand what it means, everybody on the table, the last person next to the dealer, what that person means to the entire table, the understanding of everything of the game, the understanding of the people around you so you can figure out if they're bluffing or not. You know, although you're not going to pick that up right away. It's going to take a veteran player to step into a situation like that to then tr at least fend for themselves, right? And anything in life, dude, doesn't matter what you do. It starts with failure. From when you're a tot, you, you stand and you fall, you stand and you fall, you walk and you fall, you walk and you fall, you run and you fall, you run and you fall, and then eventually you stop falling. Unless you're my wife, she falls way too much. Anyway, um, but you know, either way, uh, failure is a, is a part of life. Everywhere you go. And, and that's how you learn. That's how you grow. But if you're not willing to fail, you're not willing to grow. Because in that moment that you failed, you learn something. And then you get better from that. That's the beauty of the failure. Instead of looking at it as a negative, look at it as a challenge. Okay, what did I learn from this? How do I grow from it? And... I commend Eric Bieniemy. I'm not afraid of a challenge. I've had 10 years of success with the Kansas City Chiefs. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Comfort is the enemy of progress. So I, uh, I am rooting for Eric Bieniemy in a big time way. I'm rooting for him because, you know, there's been a lot of stuff talked about the guy and we really don't know. But what I do know is that minorities a lot of times get the short end of the stick and i've watched a lot of white coaches get the head coaching job from the andy reed tree and this guy did not and now he has to go to washington in order to prove himself and it's sad that he has to do that but i'm glad that he's not um he's not afraid to to stick it to people and say i told you so and if he's a good coach, he'll prove himself in Washington one way or another, and he'll build off of it. So I, I commend Eric Bieniemy. It's a great line. It is a great line. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? You had predominant YouTubers out here saying Bridgewater would ball out and take to his job when he was playing like trash. Uh, they started saying Skyler would ball out, laughing my ass out loud. Yeah. Um, yeah, but those people actually really didn't follow Teddy Bridgewater. That's the, the uh, I when the people that pulled the people that said Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Tua, I could tell those people really don't watch football. Because if you really watch Teddy Bridgewater, your ass would never say something like that. You would never ever in your life dare say that that guy's better than Tua ever. 
At no point was Teddy Bridgewater ever better than Tua. None. Nada. Nay. Not even close. But I could tell that you weren't watching the guy the last few years. And, you know, you're just saying it because you like him. He's very likable. And he's a great young man. And he's from here. That's all. But it's not because you knew anything. I clearly knew you knew nothing about Teddy Bridgewater by saying that. You exposed yourselves. You know, it happens a lot. There's a lot of people out there that talk and don't really watch the games. They might read an article here or there, and then they go off on it. Every single person that said Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Tua, and that now that they signed him, he's going to take his job, you never watched the game. You're a phony. So, you know, I, again, I didn't track you guys. So, you know, you can get away with it or whatever. But those of you that said it, I can tell you don't watch the game at all. Uh, and if you did, then you're really, really clueless when it comes to football. Absolutely clueless. Uh, it's Tua's last year to prove his durability for sure. If he gets hurt again and misses a lot of games, I'm afraid, yeah, you're right. It's just the way it is. Well, they'll probably add another quarterback and bring him back for that final year since they have him under contract, and he'll compete or something like that or back up or whatever, and yeah, that's probably what will happen. You're, you're right. Yeah, Sean Payne said Teddy would take his, to his job, but he clearly, he, that following week, Tua lit up somebody. Was it was it the Ravens game? I think it might have been the Ravens game, and then the idiot flip flopped right after that. So Sean Payton is nothing but a phony. Like Sean Payton, oh no, Teddy Bridgewater better, and then Tua goes and throws six touchdowns. He's like, you know, I, I was wrong on that one. So you know, remember Sean Payton is the guy right now deciding between Rex Ryan and Matt Patricia to be his defensive coordinators. Let me get into that, by the way. I saw that today in that story. That Sean Payton now is interviewing Matt Patricia. I'm convinced this is going to be a disaster. I'm convinced that Sean Payton is going to be a disaster with the Denver Broncos. Okay? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% convinced now of this. Like, this is not going to work out. I, I mean, I, I just saw it as like... So you're down to Rex Ryan and Matt Patricia. Really? That, that's what you're interviewing for your... You went from Fangio to those guys? So you couldn't get Fangio? And you're going to go with Sexy Rex or Bird's Nest Face Matt Patricia? It's because there's no money to offer. He took all the coaching budget so he could have his like, no, he's just bringing on Rex. You want to come back? Yeah. I can give you a little bit of money. But Rex has got to be making pretty good money. In, oh, in, yeah. Right? He's got to be making at least a mill there. Yeah. You, know, you got nothing to do, right? You just no. sit there and throw bad takes out and rub his go wife, home. Rub yeah. his wife's feet and, yeah. and just talk throw crap. Bad takes. Yeah. Terrible takes. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's going to come down to beard. Although, you know, the good, th you know, you just, you did bring up a real positive. That if he does hire Rex Ryan, we don't have to hear him anymore on, on ESPN. So that's kind of 
Just replace them with another gas bag. I mean, it's not like... That's kind of a positive there. Not, yeah, but then you'll get somebody else in there, so... Now? Well, we're, we got somebody at 4.30. That's why, because you said 5. Huh? You want to do it now? All right, let's go. Sit down. Have a, sit down. Have a seat, young man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, they're doing the weigh-ins already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Well, nobody. Right. But it'll be tomorrow, right? The weigh-ins? The official weigh-ins? Oh, today? Oh, no, that's right. The fight's tomorrow. That's right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Saturday. That's right. It's Friday. Tomorrow's the fights here at Hylia Park. And uh, Nelson, by the way, ended up winning the, uh, the buffet. So he got closest. Oh. But I'm not saying the number. I'm just saying he got closest. Okay. I, don't want, I don't want to give the, the other guys were like, okay, they were like the 100, the buffet. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. You're not doing a buffet? I, yesterday, I was informed that the food's going to be inside the fight. It's no, not going to be mic. buffet. Not going to be buffet. What? Yesterday, that's what I was told. So you got to treat Nelson to something. We'll get, give, give him give something. Him a, give him a, a certificate to eat somewhere yeah, we'll in one something. of the restaurants. Yeah, we'll give him something. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, but set. the other ones are just gonna get tickets. I guess. No, no, no. It was yeah. all, everybody was just tickets. It yeah. was only one. Oh, okay. It was only one buffet, one pair oh. for the buffet. Yesterday I was in the meeting. So the buffet is where's? So there is no buffet. No. Oh, they. The what? I don't listen. I was in. Was the it too popular or something? <laughs> I think that's what it might have been. So it was in. The, <laughs> off air, no, I'll seriously, tell you. The, it was <laughs> I'll awesome. Tell you the whole story. No, but so what happened was I'm in the meeting yesterday and a. No, I think it might be better for us. And for a lot of customers, because what happened last time, while the buffet was spectacular, people, while they were in the boxing area, didn't want to leave and go back in. I get it. So they put the food inside. Okay. So once you get past the gate, you know, you're taking scan, then there's a bar, and there's food on the first floor, and there's a bar, and there's food on the second floor. Okay. So that when I was hearing that, I was like, oh, shit. I got to go talk to Big O tomorrow. Sean, Sean's going to like, you know, he hasn't been eating in two days, so he can get ready for the buffet. Right. And, and, uh, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, I think it was a business decision. It might be a better business decision for us. But, but wait a second. Well, Nelson I mean, still wins. He's going to be able to eat, so it's all he'll, right. He, he still wins. The winner still wins. How many, how many slots did he guess? He was off. I don't want to say it because I want to use it again down the line. And plus, you gave me a, a nugget that it changes every couple of changes, weeks. Changes, changes all the time. Yeah, all right, because they they will they will take away a machine and add three more. They'll take away six and add ten more. Because no, so they're always modernizing and they're adding new machines constantly. So every couple of weeks, he told me, "Hey, the name the number actually changes." <laughs> but he was off. I want to tell you, he was off by like twenty five. Yeah, so he was pretty close. So one everybody point, else was off by like a hundred. <laughs> that's not a hundred and something or whatever. Not. Nelson was like right there, dude. He was like well, right in the neighborhood. So I can tell you, next week, I'm taking six out of one area and putting six. four right, because that's more comfort. Right, I know that's more what you were space, telling me. Right. It, right, right. And then another area, we didn't have any slot machines there, and we're gonna put five there. So the number is gonna. It's going to be different next week. Right, yeah. I think it's going to be a little, little more next no, week. No, and I know you guys are constantly bringing in the latest machines, too. You, you, you're always going out to these conventions to go find the craziest and newest machines. See how machines. big these machines are now? I know, I know. You, you know, 43-inch screens is... It, look, monitors used to be 26 inches. 
Now they're 43, 50, 55. Can I ask you something? Sure. What the hell is the electric bill in this place? Oh, it's a lot of money. Holy crap. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I can buy a house every Put month, right? Way. I can buy a house every month. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. Nah, not a house. You'd buy a portion. Well, where are you buying the house? <laughs> where are you buying a house? Central Florida. Uh, yeah, bad neighborhood. 50 miles away from outside of Orlando. Yeah, a real small a town. Down. Yeah, you could probably get that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get that house. I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I was just thinking about it. The, this place is ginormous. The AC is on all the time because you have the equipment. So you have to have well, AC on all the time pretty much. You know, because you got the equipment going on, you got people in here, and then you got TVs everywhere, lighting all over the damn place. I'm going, you're, man. You're not the first person that's asked that or made that observation, but I'm going to give you an example of the last place I worked at was Trump Taj Mahal, which is very big. Yeah, it is. It's very big, right? And I used to tell people, listen, I sign a check for the electric bill every, every month, and I can tell you it's well in excess of a million every month. Wow. And the lights never go off. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it was like a million five a month. Wow. In that big place. Now, we're not a million five. I don't want no, you to. No, no, no. Of course now your not. listeners no, no, are going to no, say, what? It's a million five. No, man. you don't have the lights. I can sell them the, the good light LEDs out. and stuff. You know? Yeah, no, the lights outside, the lights outside of Trump uh, Taj Mahal were. were yeah, it's just, yeah. They were so, it was just so. Back then, it was just so. It was very, very big. It's it was over the top stuff. 2000 yeah. remote hotel. Here, it's much smaller, but it's still, you could buy a little house. Yeah, no. A little house in a bad neighborhood. I can imagine. If you'd like one. I can imagine. By the way, I've mentioned it a couple of times. Mercedes looking good. Uh, how long does this raffle go for the Mercedes? So people it's go downstairs. Never, and you're never going to forget the, the day. Oh, April, April 1st. Fool. April Fool's Day. And you're not going to believe me, but believe me, we're giving it away on April Fool's. Okay. On April 1st. So, April so that's 1st, a good thing. You have to be here present. So you can come anytime and you, you play once, you got one entry. You play 50 times, you have 50 entries. So every time you pull that hook, you well, get an entry, right? Kind of? Uh, no? Sort of. Not exactly. The more you play, the more entries you get. Okay. So how it's many not, plays does it take on average? Well, it depends what if you're betting five dollars and he's betting ten dollars and I'm betting two bucks, it, it, I adds, gotcha. up, it adds up to the dollar amount. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when you put like when you bet like a hundred bucks. Right. I'm just I hate to go into this because it's like mathematical theoretical bullshit and all, but it really works. Theoretic the slot machines are based on a simple math concept. The law of large numbers. Okay. So if I tell you that if you bet, if a machine holds, so most of the machines in, this, in the country hold about 10% and they pay out 90%. That really sucks. That's really bad. Like that's a ripoff. We, we pay about six, we pay about, we hold 6%, so we pay out 94. One of the largest, you know, the largest in the, in the, yeah. in the country, in the state of Florida, in the, in the east part of the country. So, that 4% is huge, right? So, so that means if you bet $100, technically, we theoretically are going to win $6. Right. That's what it mathematically means, right? But you go down there and your, writer, your, your viewers are going to look and say, hey, I went there, I played 100 bucks and I lost 80 bucks. Yeah, that could happen too. Right, you of could win 80 bucks, right? But when you it's add, called gambling. When you add all those millions of people putting their 100 bucks in there, we win about 6 bucks every 100. Right. That's okay. what it is. That's what it is. Okay. And by the way... So that's say, wow, that's pretty good, right? But I'm gonna tell you something. This is good for the, the average. But it's good for the player. Well, this is good for the this is good for the average Floridian. So let's just pick a business. Like one of your sponsors, I'm sure the great spot, the Hylia Park. 
No, no, that, that sells cards. But you had a Acura Pembroke Acura, Pines. I love Acuras, right? So Acura, they sell Acuras, right? Yeah. And then let's say they do a million dollars in business one month. I don't know what they do a month. Let's say they do a million, right? And then they have their expenses, and then they make a profit, and they pay income tax. We make a million dollars, and we have to give 35 cents, 35% of that to the state of Florida. Right. So then we end up with, so you lose 100. We give 35 to Ron DeSantis and the boys, <laughs> and then we have 65, and we pay our expenses, and then we have our profit. Right. Could you imagine if we'd have gaming tax? Oh, yeah. No. Holy God. smokes. No, give me, a, I'll give you a pref, I'll give you a, a a point of reference is a little education. This is like the, uh, the casino educational day hour here. To give it a reference, in New Jersey, the gaming tax is nine and a quarter. Here it's 35. Wow. Las Vegas, it's about 8%, 7 or 8%. Man. So, so now, you're, all, you're a Floridian. You're a Floridian. I'm, that's not bad. It's good for the Floridians. You know yeah, what I, mean? I get what you're At saying. least it goes into the tax. You know, it's going back into our... You know, yeah. into our tax world, you know? Yeah. And so basically... Hopefully it'll pay for something. Yeah, well, that's the problem. <laughs> it probably pays for the wrong thing, you know? But at any rate, listen, boxing, boxing, boxing. Yeah, quickly, because we got... Uh, listen, um, oh, I, know you got another, I know you got another, uh, another, another guest. Fo- interview guest following up, but I can tell you that the, uh, the great card, the weigh-ins are going on right now. Rigo's got to win. I mean, this is like a... You know, oh, this, this is, is uh, it. This is, this is, is it. Your 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 is, your career's over. You're capping off your, your career. career is the second phase. Right. And it's going to be a great. It looks like the ticket sales have been really really brisk. We're actually I'm going back in to put some. We had some more boxes up on on sale because the, the tickets are, are sales are really good. I'd recommend people go online. Come on in person tomorrow. First fight starts at seven, and Rigo's probably going to go around ten ten thirty. It's going to be a great night. I think come on out and buy some tickets and. Uh, and and make sure I have the name. I'll give of it to the you. Winner. I'll send you. I'll send the you. The, I'll send you the winners uh, tonight. You'll Just have, send me an email tonight. And I'll send you the first guy that is the winner with the buffet and the tickets. So. And then maybe we can make him a or, soft or, tag. or give him a dinner and tickets. Since, since he since he picked the uh, the number, so maybe he wants to be a slot technician. Does he have an uh, interest in? That? I, I don't know. <laughs> Nelson is a man of many talents. You can tell. So you know you you could you could. I mean, he picked the number. He, he, he did, did a pretty, pretty good. good job. Actually. He, he did got pretty, pretty good close. Has, has he Everybody been? else sucked. It was really bad. Like, everybody else was way <laughs> off, dude. Like, well, way off. Well, just so you know, we have 806. But in the old days, they used to put more slots. Why did you say oh, it? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I wasn't supposed to, to say that. It. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Told I'm you not sorry. to say it. Now, now they're going to know. <laughs> and then they're going to build off. And they're going to go, oh, well, they only added a few or took a few. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn it. Because I told sorry. them 700, 800, 900. And here he goes. <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. I should have kicked your ass off the air at 4.30 listen, when I told you. Lesson learned. I'll, I'll leave with this thing. Lesson learned. Don't rob a bank with me. Okay. No. Oh. No. <laughs> so tickets, go to go to uh, HyliaPark.com. You can get your tickets there, folks. And again, come on out here and play the slots. And remember, it's a smoke-free casino. I always like to remind people of that because... You know, some people are, are they don't it. go to a casino, it, 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 they don't want the smoke, they don't want it in their faces, and one of the beauties that you guys do is it's smoke-free casino, but at the same time, you've got an area outside that's mm. called the smoking Hot Slots, so for the smokers, you know, you want to bring your cigar, your cigarette, or your vape, 
uh, just uh, have some fun and you know, and uh, and go outside and smoke uh, your brains out while you uh, while you play games. So I love how you take care of both too at the same well, time. Well, I tell you my story about my first job, right? Okay, quickly because we got people quick, waiting. My first job in my career, well, I was in high school though. I was a janitor. I was a janitor. I cleaned toilets, right? I used to go to practice I, and sports, and I'd run over to the. I saw building. you in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, so I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning toilets, but that wasn't the most disgusting thing. I'm going to tell you what the most disgusting thing was. This is why I don't smoke. Back then, everybody smoked in the offices. I had three floors of offices. I had to wipe out every ashtray, the little oh. yellow mark, you know, wipe it out with a damp cloth, and then dry it. I could clean thousand toilets. But wiping out those ashtrays were just, it taught me a lesson. Don't ever, I don't want to be near cigarettes. So <laughs> I'm not against any smoker. God bless you. You smoke all you want, but it really grossed me out. No, I get it. It helped me. I didn't, it was worse than cleaning toilets. What? It was cleaning up, cleaning up after, after ashtrays. And so from janitor to, you know, this is a pretty good gig. I got yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot better. A, yeah. Like, uh, you know, I guess a guy that. Uh, a lot know, better. Yeah. Uh, but, but if you want to remind yourself of the janitor days, just go out to smoking hot slots. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I will. I do. I, and I cringe a little. I cringe a little. There you, go. there you go. Yeah, I don't really want to remind my days of the chatter days. You know, I'm trying to get that behind me, as yes. a matter of fact. I would imagine but it, so. actually, it, it, formed, it shaped me for a good work ethic and all that. I had a tough boss, boy, Val Gaduda. And my buddy Tony, was, he worked in the other office building. He was my, he's my best friend to this day. And, I, we, and he's retired at 52. And we both started out as janitors cleaning awesome. toilets and hating cigarettes, and we don't smoke. Thank God. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. Give me one minute, and Alan Poupart will join us. We'll talk a little Dolphins with him next. Oh, I think I know what this is. Houston, we have a package. Hello. No matter where you are, the Sloman Shield Home Security System guards your home with next-gen perimeter protection, 24-7 monitoring, and interior motion sensing. And right now, get a free Sloman Shield Security System and doorbell camera, all professionally installed, for free. Shield your world, the Sloman Shield. When you move, you need a reliable company led by passionate folks eager to assist its customers during a transitional process that needs to be smooth. Call Essential Moving Experts at 844-368-5750 for all your local and long-distance moving needs. You can rely on Essential Moving Experts. Mention the Big O Show and get $150 off. Family-owned and operated, they offer free 30-day storage, full-service moving, fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Moving was never so easy. EssentialMovingExperts.com For over 16 years, EJDConstruction.com has provided South Florida residents quality craftsmanship, accurate project management, and exceptional service. That's why EJDConstruction.com is an A-rated member of Angie's List and the Better Business Bureau. When you're looking for the right custom home builder for additions or home remodeling, please call my friend Eric at 305-433-4843. That's 305-433-4843 for ejdconstruction.com the viewpoint statements or beliefs expressed on the following program by the host guests or callers are not necessarily the opinions of fantasyxs.com media group Inc. ownership management sponsors or website 
Dolphins fans. Time to get insight on your favorite team with your favorite reporter with an Expos hat. Sports Illustrated's Alan Poupart in our EJDconstruction.com Miami Dolphins report exclusively on the Big O Radio Show. Oh, there we are. We are back and ready to go. How you feeling, my man? You feeling good? I'm all right. All right, yourself? I am uh, beautiful. I'm here at uh, Hialeah Park having some fun. Got some boxing tomorrow night here at Hialeah. I'm going to go to the Drone Racing League on Saturday. You, you, you see who's going to be at the Drone Racing League? I wrote about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wrote about it, yeah. I might see you there. Yo, so you're oh you're going too. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Tyreek Hill is gonna be there. And um by the way, you can still DM me. I think I have spots. I have uh one more pair of tickets for the drone racing league. Uh DM me on uh Twitter at Big O Show if you want to win a pair of tickets for the drone racing league on Saturday. Uh it's gonna be really cool. I'm looking uh, by the way, it looks like a great event. It looks very cool. Yeah, Doesn't it? Promo video, it looks that look very, very cool. Like you would think drone racing, oh, whatever, you know, boring. Or the way they have it designed, it looks really, really cool, man. And and I'm a crypto guy, so Algorand is the lead sponsor. And I'm a big and I've I got a nice old bag of Algorand. I'm a I'm a big believer in that in that company. So um I'm looking forward to you know meeting the people, obviously, that I've already been uh, dealing with with the drone racing league, but also meeting the Algorand people, and we'll see uh I'm not surprised that Tyreek would be interested in something like this. Yeah, no, it's like you mentioned in, in the press release. Like I said, I, I wrote about it this week. You mentioned in the press release, like he's he's a fan of of tech stuff, and he's a he's a fan of speed, very obviously. So it's a good combination for him. Yeah, and, he, and he's on the body. He's also doing, uh, as I wrote in my story, he's also doing the same event, the fun, same fundraising event that Tua did last year. At Lone Depot Park, oh. where they, they interact one on one with fans. He's doing it in May. Obviously, with Tua was catching a pass from Tua with Tyreek, it's throwing a pass to Tyreek. So, right, um, right. But all all the details of that are in my story on uh, on alldolphins.com. That's it, alldolphins.com, where he produces 177 articles a minute. So uh, go check it out. Make sure you bookmark it there at alldolphins.com. Uh, um, your uh, thoughts on the additions of Ronaldo Hill? Um, it's a, it's a good addition. Uh, it's interesting because he was under contract and Brandon Staley basically said, go ahead. And it's, this is a demotion for Ronaldo Hill. And very honestly, if Ronaldo Hill was a complete kick-ass defensive coordinator for the Chargers, Brandon Staley probably would have said, sorry, bud. Or Brandon Staley really runs the defense. So it doesn't really. Well, True. Probably. That's, that's a fair point. Um, but here's the thing, though. and the, He was hired in the capacity of decent defensive pass game coordinator, and the Chargers' rankings in those two areas the last two years were like 7th and 12th in pass defense. They were horrible against the run both times, partly because their personnel up front is really bad. Um, but they, they did a good job against the pass, and they did a hell of a job against the Dolphins' passing game when they played – at SoFi Stadium in November, and by all accounts, Ronaldo Hill had his hands deep into the game plan that produced that performance. So, no, and it's a guy who's got vast experience as a player, as a coach, so it's a very solid hire. I'm curious as to what it does to Sam. 
because Sam last year was cornerbacks coach slash passing game specialist. Um, does that title get removed? I don't know. Uh, chances are they're going to work, you know, in, 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 in collaboration anyway. But, yeah, no, it's a very solid hire. I mean, you're looking at a pretty guy with a lot of experience and a good resume to a position that's, you know, below your D.C. So, no, that's very Yeah, and I, and I wonder also if Ronaldo sees the writing on the wall and says – yeah, he just signed a, a three-year with a four-year option. I don't know if this Brandon Staley guy's really going to make it for another year or two. He's already kind of been on hot water. He had to fire the offensive coordinator this year. So you just wonder. And, and so I just, you know, it, it's one of those things I wonder if Ronaldo also says, yeah, it's nice what I'm doing, but I'm going to have more job security by going over there instead. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, a- and he, it may be a case of like, you know, I'm, let me take a step back here to take steps forward. Whereas if I keep myself chained to Brandon Staley and if the Chargers, I mean, there was some talk that Brandon Staley might have been fired at the end of last year. I know. The playoff game. So uh, I don't think his job security is necessarily that great. It's a Chargers flop in 2023. So from that standpoint, it makes sense. And Hill also has familiarity with Dick Fangio. He coached for him in Denver. Um, was it 19, in 2019 or something? So and obviously very familiar with the Dolphins as a player and as a coach. Uh, by the way, I am following obviously what's going on with Eric Bieniemy. Your your thoughts overall on the fact that he had to that he never got that head coaching opportunity and he has to go and make a lateral move, which it's technically not a lateral move because you will really be in charge of the offense here. Whereas Andy Reid, you're really still under the shadow of Andy Reid. Uh, but your thoughts on him having to make this step to prove himself? It's, I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, the, the argument in Biennemi's favor was that if we're going under the premise that it's Andy Reid's offense and he's the brains behind everything there, well, that didn't stop Matt Nagy from getting a head coaching job with the Bears. Right. Which he flopped. Right. Uh, right. I believe Doug Peterson went from working for Andy Reid to a championship. To so if those two guys get that job, then why did Eric Biennemi not do it? There are some rumblings about him, quote-unquote, not interviewing well. He's got some issues from his past in college. I'm not going to go over them, but there was some some off-the-field stuff that happened way back when. Could that have been a factor? But in, in this case, if he goes to Washington, the Washington offense completely balls out, then it's going to be tough to justify and not giving the guy a head coaching job. Yeah, the optics are horrible, really. The it would be, but hard. then, but he's he's going to a situation where Sam Howell's his quarterback, and you know, really, are we really convinced Sam Howell's ready to like, you know, be a stud? Um, Don't know, but I like him. He, he's all right, actually. He's got he's got something to work with. He, he's got a chance. I don't know if he's a guy. Correct. I don't know if he's, he's the guy. Chance, but he- but, if you know. he flopped, is that really an indictment on, on Eric Bieniemy? No, I mean we'll see. We'll right. see what he can do. It's it's like, like it's like the Daniel Jones thing. I I still don't think Daniel Jones ain't much, but shit, I, I got to give his head coach a lot of credit. He got something out of the guy more than most people have. You know what I mean? It's like I don't think much of Hassan Whiteside either, but damn, Eric Spolster got the best out of him. You know what I mean? And so that kind of stuff. So right. uh, you uh, if you show me that as a coach then I'm good enough with that. Then I can know who you are because 
I know that in in you know with the Giants they haven't developed a starting franchise quarterback in Daniel Jones, but I'll say this: Dable did a hell of a job with him overall because I know what I saw in years past with him, and what I saw this past year was a drastic improvement for him. So I got to give Dable yet, credit. You know what I mean? And yet he still wasn't overwhelming. No, uh, brother, and- I would go after Derek Carr if I'm the Giants. I, I'm not giving that dude a, a multi-year contract of forty million and all that. Hell no, dude! I'd rather go no. sign Derek Carr if I'm Are the you Giants. Derek Carr forty million a year though. Yes, over over Daniel Jones. Yes, yes, and unfo- thing, unfortunately, that's the going rate for a, a a typical or decent franchise quarterback. You want an elite one? It's forty five fifty. But that's for- fine. Except here's the thing. You know. You're going to bring in Derek Carr. See, see, Daniel Jones could work in that offense that Dable constructed last year. Rather running, despite, right. despite a horrible wide receiver core, which had which had injuries on top of that. You put Derek Carr in that same situation, he's not going to do crap. Okay, I think he he's a better. I think he's receivers a better passer. I think he's a better passer than Daniel Jones. Well, without question, he's a better passer than Daniel Jones. Oh. I'm not arguing that with you at all. Yeah, I I, I would rather pay. If, I'd rather pay. Derek Carr, the multi-year deal than Daniel Jones. That's all I'm saying. If I'm the Giants, if that agent's coming at me with forty million a year from Daniel Jones, I'm like, yeah, no, dude, thanks, but no thanks. I'm, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going at least to Derek Carr, if I have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. They don't even have to. They could just franchise Daniel Jones if they want. That's like thirty-two mil. Is it? Is it that much? Is that what it is? I think okay. that's the one rate for for the franchise tag for a quarterback. Are you expecting the Dolphins to franchise tag? Um, uh, to a tongue of Iloa. You keep doing the same thing to me. He's not. He's not eligible for the franchise tag. I'm he's sorry. Eligible. The the fifth year option. option. Fifth year remember, option. Remember, I told you it was fifty fifty. I'm of the opinion that they, they don't need to do it I get, because again, at some point, they still have control for this year and they have control for next year. Yeah, but that'll cost you a lot more next year. They can franchise tag him next year. And at some point, they're gonna at some point they're gonna have to make a call. And it can't be five years down the road. You're gonna have to make a call. Is this a guy we're going with long term? If that's if the answer is yes, then he gets a long term contract for big, big money. Yeah. You, if you don't have that answer two years from now, move on. Yeah. So, so, what, so what you do, and because because the the price against that is you're guaranteeing 23 million. And if things go sideways, either he regresses performance wise or the injuries crop up again. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm not worried about regression. Okay, that's fine. But then even then, you're stuck paying 23 million, basically again. When you could, you, you still have two years of control. I know, but but doggy, if he balls out, you're only paying 22 and a half million. Whereas if he balls out, and then you got to give him a new contract, now you're going to pay a lot more. I know you can manage that first year and lower the number and not have. You could probably have even a much lower number than 22, but your back-end numbers are going to be really, really big from that moment on, whereas the 22 is very manageable because you know and I know the cap will go up another 10 or 15 million next year, so that kind of will offset that, and then that gives you the space to go out and get another player or two to kind of – in other words, you can make a full two-year run with him and 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 still do it without giving him the big contract. I don't know if you read Andrew Andrew Brandt's uh, latest uh, article where he talked about the you know when you give the the quarterback that money that it's just not realistic to build the team the same way. And so you you know in other words for you to well, avoid actually, I that. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. I saw it. And I thought I thought 
I thought I said the headliner of the teaser was that it was the opposite, that it's a myth. Yeah, it's a, that, Patrick Mahomes just won the Super Bowl, and then he he's got a, like a very high cap figure. But here's big big. Well, they, the they, thing. they hit on that secondary. That's the thing. They got all those young guys, and they played well. It was it was really cool for them. It worked out. And here's the thing: if Tua balls out, you franchise tag him next year. The way it's been jumping up, you're looking at thirty six million, maybe right, probably. Egregious. And then if he balls out the next two years, you get to twenty twenty five, and Clearly, no injury issues anymore. He's your guy. Give him the long term, the, the big money long term, and at that point, and you can lower that. the number that first year. Actually, Correct. so that's three years at, at a reasonable price. To me, I, I think that is a much more ideal scenario than putting yourself um, uh, putting your neck on the line for twenty three million. You co- you convinced me. Just. That makes a lot of sense because that buys you a third year. You're right about that. Because the third year, you, you know you're not going to have a $50 million salary. You'll make it like 10 or 12 or something. Right. And, then, and then you'll break out the rest in the following five years after in that deal. And then, yeah. Yeah, because if, if you wait, you, you don't have to tag. When you're tagging him, you're already convinced that he's the guy because he just went through a healthy year or a really good year. He only right. missed one game or something, and he had a great year. You know, that kind of stuff, and you're convinced, okay, he can be the guy, let's move forward. And then you can tag him and then control and then negotiate the new contract after that. You're right. You're right. It's better off that way, actually, without tagging him. You are correct. You are correct. That makes a lot of sense. It's a good call. Somebody recording that with the "you are correct." It's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, once, a, hey man, once in a while you're gonna get it right. I mean, Ryan, Jesus. Ryan Squirrel, yeah. man. By the way, a true Finn fan sends in a super chat. Alan Poopar is my favorite on this show. Cap for Life sends in a super chat. Poop is the reason SI is still relevant, bro. And uh, and then true Finn fan sends in a second super chat. Poopar can convince a priest to a strip club. LOL. okay uh thanks you should you're the only insider i've seen that gets like that gets super chats sent in nobody else really gets super chats sent in so i'm sure i get plenty of of opinions going the other way too no i think you're i I think you're well liked on the on the platform bro huh yeah i think you're very well liked on the platform bro very well liked i get a lot of good compliments about you on the on the on the platform a lot of people like you bro yes what are you gonna say yeah the, the chat room is a lot better than your twitter feed Alan. just so you know <laughs> oh yeah that's probably what it is yeah yeah no but uh you know you talked a lot about denver gonna be a oh i think it's gonna be a disaster well adam schefter saying nfl veteran qb davis webb who spent the last season backing up daniel jones is being hired as the broncos qb coach Oh, okay. The 28-year-old Webb now will be coaching the 34-year-old Russell Wilson in his first NFL coaching job. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it's really Peyton. Peyton. Yeah, or Peyton's going to coach him. He's grooming this kid is yeah. what he's doing. And I think that's kind of what he's doing with Ronaldo Hill, by the way. That's what I think is going on with uh, that hire. I think uh, I think he's getting – I think he – I think the old man told him, hey, come on over here, man. I'll show you the ropes and get you even closer to being a defensive coordinator and all that. So I think that's what's he was going a on. defensive coordinator. No, but I'm, you know what I mean. Like, the defensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Like, become the guy. Oh, yeah. Well, but the way Fangio's talking, he wants to coach for 10 more years. So maybe Hill's going to have to wait a lot longer. I mean, he's a very energetic 64-year-old. So, 
Well, you know what? You're, you're right. I mean, guys do coaching. Some guys can coach well into their 70s, actually. You know, it's, it, it keeps them alive, actually. That's, it's what Absolutely. they live to do. You know what I'm saying? It's when they, they have this incredible passion uh, for it. I, like, look at Paterno. I think Paterno's a perfect example. That dude had cancer, but if you wouldn't have taken the job away from him, he probably would have lasted a lot longer. And then once he didn't have the job, the depression set in and the cancer took over and, you know, that's it. It was over, you know, for him. And, and, he, and he ended up uh, checking out. And I think that not happens. To be, not, to be said, not to be said for a mental outlook affecting physical health. Oh, yeah. I am a, I'm a strong believer uh, mm -hmm. of that. There's no doubt about it. When you have a passion for what you do, uh, it, it definitely, you know, drives you every day. It gives you that motivation that you need. Uh, I'm with you 100%. And, I, by the way, I do think the Sean Payton thing, I think it, you're now deciding between Matt Patricia and Rex Ryan as your defensive coordinators. You just hired well, they hired, a, they hired Van Joseph, Vance Joseph. Yeah. Oh, they did. They hired Vance Joseph. Oh, I didn't see that. When 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 that come through? This morning? Or early this afternoon? Oh, early this afternoon. Okay, no wonder. Okay, I was going. Damn, I didn't see that. So he hired Vance Joseph. All right, I give him a, I give him a little more hope. <laughs> that's no, that's amazing too. That's now four DCs around the league at at least. Or former Dolphin assistants with Matt Burke, Vance Joseph, Luana Romo, Brian Flores. By the and way, we got uh, forgetting somebody. Our boy Josh Boyer did not get a job anywhere, right? Or hasn't, or at least at the NFL level. Do you know? Nothing, nothing that I've seen. No. Right, and did did he go to college at all? I, have, I have not heard or seen anything. Because I haven't seen, I haven't seen any kind of news on uh, on Josh Boyer. So don't know if uh, what's going on there. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, by the way, were you uh, were you there when uh, Aaron Rodgers left his darkness retreat? My God, I mean, some who I mean, somebody's got to care about this. Jesus Christ, really? I mean, oof. I'm seeing tweet after tweet after tweet, like a long form story inside Aaron Rodgers' retreat, and I'm like, am I the only one who could not give less of a shit about this? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, come on. No, my favorite line is from him. Oh, I have several friends that have done it, and it's it, it's done wonders for him. I'm like, who do you hang around with, bro? Like, Miles several Teller friends. Miles Teller he hangs around with. God, several friends. Like, Big what? O, the actor. Big O, the actor Miles Teller. You know who I'm talking about? No, no. Whiplash. Oh yes. Okay. All right. He's buddies with him. He was in Hawaii with him a few years back when he was with Shailene Woodley. Okay. All right. Well, is, is, is he a retreat guy? Because I was thinking he oh, hangs right. around with bears because they like to go into a cave and hibernate. So I figured, okay, maybe that's what it is. He hangs around with a bunch of bears, and they, you know, that's kind of what it is, hibernation, you know? So, all right. Good stuff. Yeah, so, so, by to the way. Answer, to answer your question, no, I wasn't there when he got out of his retreat. Okay. No, I was figuring you would cover that and, and, and give us uh, the insight on – on, uh, on all of that. All right, what are we expecting uh, on the contract side with Wilkins and Sealer? Do we, do we know anything? What's going on? Well, here's the thing. As, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, Drew Rosenhaus, Sealer's agent, was on, on, the, on a radio show yesterday morning. With Joe? And, uh, yeah, talking about how it was a priority to get Sealer an extension. And from the standpoint where what he's getting paid for 2023, the last year of his contract, is insanely low for the caliber of player he is. I'm sure. Here's the thing is his cap number is already really low. 
uh, and the Dolphins have work to do to get cap compliant before March 15th. So, I, so I'm thinking, yeah, they, they will address it at some point. But you're not doing it. You're doing it because you want to keep the guy and you want to reward good performance, not for cap purposes, because I think his cap number is like maybe two seven five or something like that. So yeah. So you're going to extend it. You're not going to give him any more money in this year. Is probably what you're saying. Right. I don't know how much how much lower you're going to get the, the, his cap number f- from that. So because of that, to me, maybe he. While yes, it's a priority because it's a guy you want to keep around. It doesn't need to be done like immediately. Whereas Chris Wilkins right now his cap numbers. What was a fifth-year option? Nine million or something? Right. Ten million? Ten four or something? Well, his cap number is going to be ten four on March fifteenth if there's no another contract extension signed. So right. his is more pressing. Um, and I did a story actually, kind of related to Drew's comments and the fact that Drew's got represents ten Dolphin players, including four guys who are going to be UFAs, including Jerome Baker, who you and I have mentioned as a guy who maybe possibly could be could be in trouble or could be asked to restructure his contract or jettisoned. He represents Miles Gaskin, Duke Riley, Landon Roberts. Duke stays. And Roberts, if I had to guess, Roberts winds up in Minnesota uh, with Flo. And then the I forget who the fourth one is, but he's got four. Um, no, and then he was asked about Agba and whether Agba was going to stay. Well, Agba's got $15 million guaranteed. Dolphins ain't cutting him, and no, no. nobody's trading for him. So right, no, Agba, uh, they're they're stuck with Agba for for at least one more year. Right. Uh, I'm with you there. I think the good thing for them, I think they're going to get a motivated X, because X will go into a, a year that he will be undecided of what his future is. So he's going to have to perform in a at a high level. And and do you think the Byron Jones cut will be a June cut? Is that still the thinking? Yeah, based on my understanding of the salary cap, it makes no sense. It's going to be designated as a post-June 1 cut. Um, unless, barring some miracle, there's a restructure instead and they wind up keeping him. It, it remains a great big mystery. I'm trying to find out what's going on with him, and it's it ain't easy, let me let me put it that way. No, I can I can imagine it's it's uh it's not easy uh right now. All right, uh anything else uh you think could be an issue? on uh, some kind of a tag or some kind of a contract situation coming up for the Dolphins? No, I mean, I would expect maybe Tyreek Hill's contract could be restructured. I mean, he's got like a cap number of 31 mil. That's, I, I don't know, all the, all the there's ways to move money around to make that more palatable because they, they have moves to be done, but they have space. They'll be able to create space. There's usually always a way. Sometimes, though, it involves kicking – yeah, you, you, know, can't, you get 15 out of that 31 and then spread it out for the life of the contract. Yeah, but you, but you, you're basically kicking the can down the road at some point. Of course. Yeah. At some point, it becomes an issue. The Dolphins are not there yet. They still have a window. Um, but you have to create – you just you just talked about the window with Tua. So financially, years, this years, is what – you have to then create that window for the next couple of years because technically that's your door and your opportunity to make that run around them and then all – you know, the crap is going to hit the fan. And I think that's the good thing for the Dolphins this year, too, that you look at the Bills and they've got all kinds of financial decisions now. They're already talking about it. They're already talking about, about like Brandon Bean, I think, is the, is the GM's name, right? And he's, like, already come out and say, yeah, now things are going to be a little, you know, be prepared. The things are going to be a little tougher for us right now because we've got contracts kicking in and they're going to lose players. And you're hearing it in Cincinnati 
that they can't be ne nearly as active now, they said, like they were last year because of the contracts that they have to pay out. Hell, they're thinking of trading Boyd, and, and they're going to lose Higgins next year, and then uh, obviously they've got to give Chase and Burrow, you know, big-time contracts. So you're seeing that some of these teams that kind of had a window, now a that window. salary is catching yep. up to them, whereas Miami, well, they're going to – maybe extend that window for the next year or two, but they've got to take advantage of it before they've got to pay the piper. No, correct. Um, yeah, no, the Bengals, the Bengals have issues because what they have is that stud trio of wide receivers. Keeping all three is going to be a bitch. Oh, they won't be able to do that. It's going to be very, very difficult. Um, they have Jesse Bates, who's, who at times can be a dynamite safety. Uh, Buffalo's got Jordan Poyer, Tremaine Edmonds as free agents. Uh, no, it's it's a league-wide issue. And as you mentioned, yeah, the Dolphins are positioned if they want to make a move. Uh, if you saw Pro Football Focus was throwing out five trades they, 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 they could see happening in the offseason, and they suggested Jalen Ramsley to the Dolphins for two second-round picks. Um, no shot. No shot. Zero chance. Here's the thing. That happens. I, you, but Except you and I both know. I know, and I think you should know, never say never with the Dolphins and the shiny toys. No, but that's not this GM. This GM doesn't like – this GM does not like – and their history is they know, they, know, they know how to draft and they know how to find secondary. They don't need to go and overpay free agency and picks for a corner. They can find them off the street. They can find them in the draft. They find the safeties. Uh, no, I don't think so. I have. I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty confident in their abilities. That if they needed a corner in that second or two third round picks, they probably feel they can get a guy right there to you know compete with all those other guys for that starting spot. Except if Jalen Ramsey's right when he's right, he's a top five, maybe probably top three corner in the NFL. When X is right. He's a top five, top three corner in the NFL. Oh, I get I that. Mean, I get that. Yeah. Cater, well, as you talk, we talk about like the Dolphins are able to find corners. Sure. Cater, who was a great revelation last year, mm -hmm. Nick Needham's become a very solid NFL player. Brandon Jones him. developed and, 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 uh, they're not Jalen Ramsey. Again, under the premise, big old, here's the thing under the premise that the Dolphins look at their window and, and, and decide. We, we we really need to I mean, remember Stephen Ross is 82. I get it. Under right. the premise, if under the premise that their window is a year or two, I'm just I'm just telling you it's it's not something I would dismiss out of hand because maybe in the long term it's not conducive to building you know a team that could, that will sustain over many many years. I, I'm just looking at a, a at a front office that said I found X in the second round. I found Minka in the first. You know, I found a, a guy that's just as good in the second. I found Brandon Jones in the third. Found Nick Needham off the street and Cater Kohu off the street. And hell, Trill Williams was developing into a nice little player off the street. I think this is the kind of front office that says, oh, we need a corner. Let's prepare because maybe we can, Cater can develop into the outside guy. Let's get another guy so when we cut X, he's ready to take over for X too. I think this is the kind of front office that says, all right, let's figure somebody out in the second, third rounds, and let's go find them. And I think they can do it because their track record says it, that they, they, they know how to, you know, unearth talent. That's all. I don't know. That's just me. 
you make a valid point, but again, I'm going to go back to... It's kind of like the running back thing. Oh, no, they're going to go get Saquon. No, bro, look at his history. You know, Kenyon Drake is his highest draft pick. He doesn't do that. He doesn't go. He gets a Jeff Wilson that's cheap, and he gets a Mostert that's cheap, and he gets, you know, a a, a Gaskin that's cheap and an Ahmed that's cheap. This is who he does. He doesn't go out and, and spend high picks or big money on guys. And look. They went and spent on Chase, and they got burned for that, you know, overall. So I, I, it's just not their, it, it's not their M.O., you know? So it's, yeah. what are you going to do? I, I, so to me, I don't think it's their M.O. to go out and spend big like that, to trade and pay. Where, like, the Byron Jones one, okay, I get it. That was just a sign. They just did it for, for Tyreek last year. That's No, but that's a receiver. That's different. That's that's a whole different ball game there. They needed a and they paid big for Byron Jones in 2020. They paid huge for Byron Jones. Yeah, but you're not trading for him. All, I don't think you're you're also going to give picks up. I mean, for Ramsey, they're going to ask. Oh, correct. Yeah. Uh, but I, I again, it may be a case where the Rams want to get rid of that salary, and you know, maybe they don't ask for as much as a guy's value is. Again, when he's completely right, he wasn't. It wasn't at his best last year. He still made the pro, whatever that means. Um, but again, to me, I, I think there's merit to the idea of this is a team that's looking at they've got a window year, year two years, and they may want to go for it, especially with an owner that's not getting any younger who really would love to make some noise in the playoffs. Let's uh, let's see. It's going to be. I think it's going to be an interesting offseason. I know they don't have a lot of material to trade for. But I think they have enough. They can create enough cap space. They have enough picks at the at the at the higher end with the with a second and two thirds. They can find some impactful players there. I, I think they've got more than enough resources to kind of tweak this roster and make it better. Do you agree or not or don't? Yeah, but here's the, here's the thing, and where, where I would caution against. Well, because you mentioned they had two thirds. Well, they had a third last year who couldn't see the field. So it's fine. Yeah. But generally speaking, your third-round picks not logically is not making a huge impact as a rookie. And again, under the premise of a team that's going for it, but they made the playoffs last year. Then they made the playoffs and had to play their playoff game with their third-string seven, rookie seventh-round pick quarterback. They easily can look at that and go, you know, hell, if, if we had if we had our team, if we had our quarterback, really interesting possibilities. What can we add? What big move can we add just to push it, push us over the hump? We hired Vic Fangio. That's one move that gets us really closer. How about how about one guy, one player who really gets us closer? And it's not two two third round picks who do that. So this is where, again, oh, that's where free agency I think comes in too. That's where you're going to make some bones in free agency and find another player too that can that can help you out too at the same time. I think. I mean, that's what I would – that's why I'm saying that with some of your picks and what you can create in free agency, you should be able to open up cap space with different guys. You should be able to make some moves overall. No, able to make some, some tweaks here and there, but if they're looking to get over the hump with that really big go-for-it style, it needs to be a splash move. I, I don't know if it's the kind of move you can make in free agency with the cap space they'll have. This is where possibly a trade comes into play which is why the Jalen Ramsey, even though the initial reflex is to say, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's too much. It's too but much. the more, except 
does it really not make any sense? I don't know. No, he may. I understand the method behind your madness of adding the talent. What I don't think makes sense in a year where you don't have a lot of picks, you're going to give up picks and a lot of cap space. I just have a hard time with that one. That's that's where I think it's. It, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense for the Dolphins, whereas especially for this front office that has had success drafting players in that position, in that secondary, go find another guy, man. You you can do it. There's always corners, man. You can find a good corner in the second yeah, and third rounds in the NFL. Dude, if you, the, the idea is to add like an A corner, not a B corner. That's the thing. And and Cater, Cater who's, a, who's, who's got – a lot of promise. Nick Needham's a good, solid player. Yeah. They're not. They, they're not. They're a cornerbacks. There are not a ton of a cornerbacks in the league. No, no, I know. And Needham is a slot. He's not an outside guy. I, I'm not as comfortable with Needham on the outside. Cater, I'm comfortable outside or inside. Actually, I his skill set really, I think, carries really well on either side. Uh, but I really like Cater. Maybe he can really and turn they, into an outside guy. And let's not forget, Needham's a UFA too, so there's no guarantee he comes back. No, that's um, true. That's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. The good thing is the injury will now, you know, not allow him to ask for what he could have gotten in the open market, and that's the only break that the uh, that the Dolphins uh, do get. It's good news uh, for the Dolphins. Good news for Needham. Uh, Rams and nine-time All-Pro Bobby Wagner mutually agreed Thursday to part ways. Rams need more cap space, and Wagner wants to win. Will now be a notable part of the free agent class. Is that the middle linebacker that the Miami Dolphins get? Because, uh, you know, people are talking about Edmonds, but Bobby Wagner is – that's actually not a bad tackling machine in the middle for you. Yeah, I'll be, I have no clue what kind of season – I know at Seattle he was – he's doing Oh, he was ball. a monster. I have the answer. I don't, I don't know what kind of year he had last – I'll have to reach out to somebody with the Rams to find out what kind of season he had. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I don't know exactly how good he was, but – that is one guy, man, that uh, I know he's got a lot of mileage on him. He does. At this point. So who knows? All right, what are you working on on alldolphins.com so the fan base can go check you out, my friend? Everything and anything. I already have two stories up today. I did something on uh, Mike Gesicki heading into free agency. Very cool the way the – I don't know if you checked him out on, on social media. He's, like, very cool, very loosey-goosey, not a care in the world, and he was responding to – the comment from Caleb Williams, a Heisman winner, who was yeah. saying that right now he'd like to play for the Dolphins to and throw and throw to Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Mike Gesicki. And Gesicki on Twitter was like, really? "Well, I'm not gonna be there." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm more. I'm actually checking out. I don't you know what to do with my condo lease." Um, <laughs> so I wrote about Gesicki, and then I wrote something else earlier today. And for some reason, they probably maybe because I'm old, I forget what it was. It was very good, actually. I think um, if Gesicki's oh. smart, he makes it an Airbnb. There you go. That's what there he should. You you're in South Florida. You own a condo, bro. Have somebody pay your mortgage. Just make it an Airbnb. And that's it, dude. I'm sure his condo's nice enough that it'll be, you know, sold out most of the month and he'll get his mortgage paid really quickly with an Airbnb here in oh, South you Florida. You can rent it to Durham Smythe. I don't know if Durham Smythe's what his, right. what his living situation is. Uh, the other thing I, I remember just from the other thing I did was on the head coach Mike McDaniel and the. Football Outsiders Aggressiveness Index, as it relates to fourth downs last year, I did a comprehensive look at the Dolphins on fourth down last year, as well as a breakdown as to why it probably may not be quite as significant next season. 
Okay. All right. So check it out. Go to alldolphins.com. Make sure you bookmark that because if you don't, you're really not officially a Miami Dolphins fan until you do that. And follow this man on Twitter at Poopart NFL. Alan, as always, thank you, my brother. We'll talk early next week and uh, we'll uh, hang out over at the uh, at the combine, my friend. Appreciate you. Sounds like a plan. You have a good weekend. You got it, buddy. Be good. There you go. Alan Poopart, baby. He's ready like I am for those stuffed garlic rolls with cheese and pepperoni. Are you listening to me, Sean? Stuffed garlic rolls. Yeah, you're not getting any of them. That's right. Unfortunately. Next year, maybe we'll drag your ass to get cold over there. I don't know, man. It's... You don't really need to go to the combine one. The, the, that one is like, you'd be, you, you know what you'd do? You'd stay at our pad and then go downstairs to eat somewhere and then go right back up again and work and that's it. That's what you'd be doing the entire time. I'll be the one out in the bars at night walking around. Oh, man. Uh, I said yesterday here, said it several times before, I don't want anyone else to come here. Give this team and staff health. And we can beat anybody. I'm with you, True Fin Fan. That is, by the way, our EJDconstruction.com Miami Dolphins report. You've been listening to the EJDconstruction.com Miami Dolphins report with Sports Illustrated's Alan Poupart. For additions, home remodeling, and custom work, call Eric at 305-433-4843. EJDconstruction.com is your custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. All right, all right, all right. Uh, by the way, Gus Gus1388, thank you for the love on the super chat. He says, that's it, Big O, Rodgers to the Bears. That would, that, that would make a lot of sense, bro, right? They want to trade Justin Fields, and then they bring in Aaron Rodgers. That way they don't have to deal with him every year and lose to him because Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. So that's, that's a good call by you. Green Lion, thank you for the love on the Super Chat. Patron, pa, uh, Patreon idea weekly panel with Joe, Allen, and Omar. Okay, that's not bad. That's interesting. can do something like that. Um, what else do we have here on the show? That, you know, that might be uh, that might be some that might be a very interesting idea on your part there on the Patreon. I like that. I like that. What else do we have here that I wanted to talk about on the show? <sighs> what else? Oh, by the way, Welton Realm, a proud sponsor. I see there, Welton Realm. Jeff Welt, Dan Rayom, they are amazing. They are, they are great lawyers. They're in Hollywood. They service all of South Florida, Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties. They've got an office in Monroe County, too, so our friends in the Keys. And listen, I know we've gone through some tough times. Some folks have been dealing with bankruptcy. Call Welton Rayom. You got homeowner property damage like we had, you call Welton Rayom. They will bring the insurance companies to their knees. Condo damage business owner claims, commercial litigation, personal injury, criminal defense, you call Jeff Welt and Dan Daniel Rayom. They will get it done. 954-966-4646. That's 954-966-4646. We witnessed it ourselves. Uh, we have a couple of our listeners right now that are going through uh, their issues, and Dan and Jeff are taking care of them. Uh, they can do the same thing. I saw how they brought Progressive to their knees. 
okay? And these insurance companies, all they want to do is abuse you. The, the, the insurance adjusters, they don't work for you, dude. They work for the insurance companies. They want to keep them happy. It's not about keeping you happy. You know, I had an adjuster reach out to me. They heard me talk about, well, no, we don't really work for the insurance company. I'm like, yo, bro, you know, okay, bro, you, you know, that's fine. You don't work for the insurance company. That's fine. You know, yeah, so start doing a job that's not beneficial to them, and we'll see how long you're going to work for the insurance company. So, you know, it's just one of those things. And they have their own adjusters. Dan and Jeff have their own adjusters. So it doesn't matter. And mine was home. If yours is car or business, whatever it is, they have the adjuster to send to your accident, home, business, and they will get it done the right way and make sure your stuff is repaired and replaced the way it was. Okay? Because Progressive wanted to give us a lot less money, one-fifth of what we got. That's because they were. my wife, she was a little hard-headed about this, I said, let me call Dan and Jeff. Oh, no, I can take care of this. Okay. And then when she was running into walls, I said, you're, you're done. Okay, I gave you a chance. You're done. I'm calling Dan and Jeff. Enough already. But, you know, if you're married, you know how it is. You got you to gotta, you, you gotta fight the wars you can win. There are some wars you can't win. Sometimes you just got to retreat. Let it happen. And then when the mess is there, you come in to clean up the mess. And that's what I did. You know, she was there. It was a mess. And I said, well, here you go. Dan and Jeff will clean it up. Boom. Please call them. 954-966-4646. Call them for free consultation. Questions answered, all that. You may not even ever have to go to the office except to pick up a check. 954-966-4646. Dade, Broward, Palm Beach counties, and even Monroe County. Welt and Rayon, baby. Uh, Big O, Moxley won yesterday. Evil Uno lost and Moxley once again was bleeding, but this time they also made Evil Uno bleed as well. Ah. So it was, it was a bloodbath is what you're saying. Okay. It's kind of what my wife was in the middle of when she was talking with uh, Progressive. And they were trying to take advantage. Progressive. Huh. Progressive insurance. Yeah, you're really fair. Green Lion, thank you for your Patreon idea, man. That was a very nice idea. Orlando, hear me out, and I know you don't like people telling you what to do on your show, but Green Lion is not far off, plus a once-a-month panel for listeners. Ah. No, but see, that's not telling me what to do. That's You're a- banned, Cap for Life. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Just kidding. That's a suggestion for Patreon. We, we haven't started our Patreon page. He's right. That's, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? It's while I'm already doing a show, you're telling me, oh, I didn't come here to hear this or that. And it's like, well, too bad, bro. You don't want to hear me talk about crypto or life or, you know, a shot I take at a, a Dem or a Republican. Well, that's your fault, not mine. I don't care. That's your problem if you're a little sensitive, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yes, um, thank you. I, no, I think it's uh, – I agree with you, Cap for Life. I agree with Green Lion. That's, that's a very good idea. And we've been talking about it, but, man, we do so much. Uh, and that's the thing. It's, it, it all takes time, too, you know. That's the problem. But anyway, so um, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> this, is a, this, this story is getting more interesting every day. 
Um, I, I, I told – who was it that was on with me that I told him that I think that this is going to end up in a tag and then he's going to be pissed and he's going to hold out and all that? I forgot which one it was. It was who? Vertoram? It might have been Vertoram. I think you're right. And I, I really think that that's what's going to end up happening because I think Lamar is in this delusional state of what he thinks he is and his value – and then he has also, unfortunately, uh, the Watson contract, which was a stupid contract by the Cleveland Browns. But then again, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns. They've been a stupid organization for a very, very long time. And, and, and Jimmy Haslam has been an idiot owner for a long time. He'll spend, but he does a lot of stupid things. And one was it, – it's the same thing as, the, as, as Mark Davis giving – John Gruden, a fully guaranteed $10 million per year contract, which then puts the pressure on the rest of the NFL to then raise the salaries up to that point now, which, again, this now you give Deshaun Watson, who obviously might have gotten away with some stuff, uh, some criminal activity, obviously. It looks like it, allegedly. And you're giving him a fully guaranteed contract. The optics are terrible. And so now Lamar thinks he deserves a fully guaranteed contract. And considering that he doesn't have any problems off the field compared to Deshaun, you know, eh, I get it. But as a player, he's never proven that as a quarterback. And so I just feel like this thing is getting contentious. And it's because one side is delusional and then the other side is in a tough spot now because they can't be stupid. And as I've said this for months – if somebody really wants to trade and give them that contract, I can't wait so I can laugh at them. Okay? Just like I told you, if the Dolphins, you know, not that this was ever part of the mix, but some of you people out there have this, you know, ridiculous idea that they're going to go trade for Lamar or something. That would be the dumbest thing that the Dolphins would do. I would tear the Dolphins down if they actually made that stupid-ass move because that's what it's going to be. And so I just get a feeling that if there is no contract here, there's going to be a tag. There's going to be a holdout. It's going to get ugly. He kind of didn't come back for the playoff game. And I don't know how healthy he was or what, or maybe he wasn't as healthy, but, you know, some people think, hey, you know, you, you weren't sacrificing. There's, there's Pat Mahomes playing on one leg, right? But he's got a whole deal where Lamar doesn't. And... Just never know. I just think there's a lot of delusion going on. And by the way, now the NFLPA is also helping Lamar out with his contract, too. They have no agent, but they're still kind of assisting in all of this. I just think this situation is going to get uglier before it gets a lot better with Lamar. I really do, because I think he's in a delusional state of what he is. I know you don't listen to a lot of um, Hawkman and Crowder, but I can't remember what I was doing. I think I was Here driving who? home. Hawkman and Crowder. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I listen to him when I'm in the car. So I got in the car one day, and Crowder was actually, I think it was yesterday or the day before, because I was picking up my daughter after school. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how one year he, he represented himself. And he said it was the biggest mistake. Because as you've talked about before. Yes, Joel Siegel is. His, yeah, his. but I guess something happened or so, or he sat in, he wanted to sit in the meetings or whatever. But he said that. You know, the one thing with, you know, as you said, they have people, the team has people that come in to tell you why you're 
not going to get that money. You, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. tackle enough. You're yeah, yeah. terrible on third well, Lamar, down. You're not you can't recover enough. this. Yeah. You can't do that. And they're saying that to your face. And yeah. it's like you start taking it personal, even though it's not. But you end up starting taking it personal. And then, you know, so it was interesting to hear it come from, I guess, you know, somebody that actually been in there. Because we've talked, you've talked about it before. But, you know, I think once that situation happened, there's no, there's no fixing it. I don't no. think there's nothing you can do to fix it unless okay. you give him the money he wants. And right. he's not going to take anything less. And I would not I give him that money for just, nothing in the world. It's crazy. Because especially when... A running quarterback that has to run in order to really be effective. Yeah, because I'm sure. Because he can't sit. See, Mahomes can have a bad leg and stay in the pocket and beat your ass. Yeah. I'm sure that's what they told him. Right, right. Because, again, that, these guys don't work for the Lamar, team. Lamar, you, you tried to stay in the pocket, and we ended up with a bunch of field goals. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting to have to somebody, you pay somebody basically just to tear down your stars to tell them why they're not worth that much money. Right. But, hey, that's the business. That's the business. That's the business. And, and the agent doesn't go back and tell the player about all Everything. of that. Everything. No, no, because like no, Crowder he doesn't tell said, him about anything well, unless he said, it's bad. He, he said, unless there's a breakup, yeah. they don't tell you. No, trust me. The agent keeps it away from the player. Okay, well, then maybe if Crowder and his – or maybe No, he Crowder said was, he, he, you said he was present. No, he sat in there because he well, said he wanted to sit in there because of the other things that the agent was telling him. He was like, no, I need to sit in on the, on the meeting. After the agent had told him some of the other stuff. Well, so this, like, he, maybe that's because he wasn't getting then, his money, and then now he wants to hear it for himself. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Why was, do you want to do that? No, bro? but like he said once that happened, there was no, there was no, not a lot There's of no way to being go back. able to fix it. There's right. not because they're telling you, basically, you know, the the truth of what they right. they feel about you. Right. Not not fluffing it. And again, no, no. In, in the this locker is somebody room, paid on the by field, the team. They this ain't you, the, the right, GM. They, it's not the coach. It's not the people that you deal no, with every day. It's the guy that's paid for to. Sit there and tell you how bad you are. Yeah, GM and the contract yeah. negotiator. Yeah, because yeah. all all year during on the field and practice, they tell you how much they yeah. love you, how much <laughs> you're the best. Yeah, I think EJ's heard too. He said it cost Crowder ten million dollars is what yeah. it what it ended up costing. Yeah. So it's just it's it was just interesting because we've talked about it. you've talked about it over and over, but then when you hear it like yeah, it's like it's ridiculous, wow, man. Because you get you do thing take it personal. World. It's like if you sit in on negotiations, you end up taking it. Lamar's not very Personal. smart. I'm not, I, no, I don't no, think he was no, smart I, from the I, beginning. I'm I don't think he was smart from the beginning to, to even get involved you, in it. He is not very smart. No, no. He is not know. very smart. He's not the brightest bulb in the chandelier because he doesn't get it. Yep. You know, uh, anybody that would be at this level and you're, you're a starting quarterback in the NFL and you don't have an agent, you're a freaking moron, dude. He's a nice kid and everything. He's a good man, Lamar, but he is dumb as bricks. Dumb as bricks, the way he's handled, mishandled everything. He should have had his fat-ass contract two years ago after the MVP year. That's when he had to ride the momentum. That's what a real agent would have done, would have gotten it done two years ago before you had to get tagged. And he didn't. It was just, it's plain stupidity. And now you've put yourself in a position. I'm telling you, he's going to hold out. He's going to hold out because it's too personal now at this point. And he's delusional. You know, he's missed a crap ton of games the last two years, and he thinks he deserves a fully guaranteed contract? Bro, your body's breaking down before our eyes because you have to run in order to be effective. This will end ugly. And the Ravens are in a pickle, too, because now they got a Pro Bowl quarterback in Tyler Huntley. That's true. I mean, you got to pay the man. He's Pro Bowl. It's Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl quarterback. That's it. That's it. It's like uh, it's like watching Tyler Hero in a three-point contest that he didn't belong in. 
Oh, man. Uh, I was never a Channing Crowder fan. Thought he was just another guy on the field. I lost respect for him when he got punched against the Patriots and ran laughing. Oh, that's the lineman thing, right? With the lineman, yes. Uh, Bobby Wagner was released by the Rams. Yes, yes, he was. Ah, uh, that's not it. I, I got to see, what was his stats last year? Tell me what Bobby Wagner's stats last year were. Uh, Big O about to light it up and smoke out of my uh, my uh, garage or g- gorge. Oh, gorge. And listen to the man, the myth, the legend. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you, Willie. Thank you, man. Uh, who else do we have here? Sean, open the panel on the circle, bro. That wrestling platform will be full in a heartbeat, I guarantee you. Open the panel circle? Open the panel on the circle? What does that mean? What does he want you to do? Uh, Cap for life says it. Says, Sean, open panel on the circle, bro. That wrestling platform will be full in a heartbeat, I guarantee you. I don't know what that means. Oh, I see. I see. Alpha is in. He says, Dave Hyde doesn't want to exercise the first year, fifth year option on Tua. I can do an hour explaining how bad that is financially. If Tua's in good or better than in 22, bad uh, enough to get fired. You know, Alf, uh, I got to say, I'm big on giving him the fifth year option, but Poopart convinced me not to do it. Because I don't know if you heard it, you maybe you just got on now. You might want to rewind, but really quickly, he says you're better off holding off because next year it'll be around 32, 36, and so what you can do is you buy yourself another year, and and you can wait this whole year out. That if he's healthy, then you tag him, and yes, it's a little bit more than the than the than the um, than the fifth year option. But at the same time, you save yourself just in case he does have an injury-riddled year again, then you're not tied to that fifth year, and you can move on. But since you control him anyways, you can then tag him, pay the 36. It goes up from 32 to 36, and then you've bought yourself another year, and then you negotiate the new contract, and in that sixth year, you lower the number anyway. And so you're going to make it a 10 or $15 million, so it buys you a sixth year that you don't have to pay him, and then his big money won't really kick in till the seventh year. So it actually makes a lot of sense what Poopart was saying, that if you hold out and, and, and not tag him, you can actually, yeah, you might pay a little bit more in one year, but it's still manageable. And you think about it, the cap will go up 10 or 15 million next year. So that'll kind of make up for that extra money that it goes up. So it, it, I, I can see both ways. Because I was heavily on giving him the fifth-year option, for sure. Lock it in there, and that's it. Now, you do that, and then the sixth year becomes that first year of the fat contract, and then you lower it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, either way, uh, you still get to the seventh year being the fat year anyways for the salary. So I can see it both ways, you know? You just, you're gambling on that fifth year that if he doesn't have an injury-riddled year, you made the right gamble. But if you don't tag him and he has the injury-riddled year, then you made the right gamble also. You know what I'm saying? So I, 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 I can see it both ways, actually. On the long term, I can see it both ways. The good thing I would say to Alf and everybody else out there, 
it has bought the Dolphins a couple of extra years of a window to build around a quarterback without having to pay him the $40, $50 million. Because once you get to that, those kind of numbers, it just gets ridiculous and it becomes harder to build a team around him. So that's the good thing that I would say with that. But you can go both ways, man. Uh, and the, the way Poopart explained it, okay. I, 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 I don't think, listen, man, in the end, it's all on Tua, man. He's just got to come back and play the right way, and, and then everything else will work out. Uh, Big O, I still can't get over the train incident that happened a few weeks back. Usually the only train wrecks in Ohio are the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> hey, oh, God. 2017, or sorry, 2022 stats. He played in 17 games, so he played all, all season. Okay. He had 140 tackles, which is Shit. on par for him. Um, 81 solo, 59 um, assisted, six sacks, which was his high. That's been his career his career high. Shit, he played a high level, dude. Played pretty high how, level. How, how many tackles for losses? Uh, I don't have that on the. Oh wait, sorry, ten tackles for losses. That's not bad, actually. Uh, he had two interceptions. Shit, he had a hell of a year. And, uh, the old man had a hell of a year, bro. Seems like he did. What is he, like a 12, 13-year uh, veteran? He's drafted in 2012, so it's 10th year and 11th year in the seat. In, uh, yeah, it's like thir- 12 or 13 yeah. coming up now. Wow. He had a hell of a year. I'd bring Bobby Wagner here. Yes. That's actually really, really good. And you know what? You don't have to give him a five, seven-year deal. You only have to give him a one- or two-year deal. That's it. You don't have to sign. You can probably give him two one-year deals. He'll probably take that. Non-tax state, you know, South Florida, he wants to win. That's not bad. Those are good stats, dude, for the old. I didn't think he played that well. I mean, I can't say I watched every Rams game, but I remember watching, and he was, he was solid. Damn, he had a good year. Wow. Shit. It was good. Uh, Alf says, Bobby was a stud last year, and I was one of those thinking he was washed. I was dead wrong. But, Alf, you're supposed to think he's washed. Do you know how many tackles that guy made in Seattle? Like, yeah, you would think, okay, yeah, this is his decline. I'm with you. I I would think, yeah, he was not going to play that good. He played, wow, I didn't think he played that good. I remember seeing a couple of Rams games, and he was productive, but I, I, I couldn't tell what kind of year he had because you know, I'm not going to tell you I know every player and every stat, but wow. Holy shit, he played well. Yeah. That would, be, that would not be a cap-crushing move, and you'd get a really productive linebacker. He's perfect for this system. Perfect for this system. Yeah. I like that. That is one. See, now he's released. See, the, these are the kind of free agents I like to talk about because he's been released. He's official now. Once we start getting the decisions on who's getting tagged, who's not getting tagged, who's in a contract negotiation, who's not, whatever, then we can start to kind of get into all these names. And this is definitely one of them. I know that the Bills are going to have some issues, but I don't know yet that they've released Edmonds yet. You know that they haven't come to a deal and it sounds like he's parting ways, but we got to wait. Now, that one will cost you a little bit more, ladies and gentlemen, okay? That one's going to be a little bit more expensive than Bobby Wagner, okay? Uh, but you are getting a younger player for a while. Wow, that is good. Yeah. 
That's that's uh, that's pretty good. Uh, did O mention think he thought it would cost us? Uh, no, I, I, it won't be a lot. You're not gonna. It, it, Bobby can't ask for a ton of cash because of his age, already at this point. But I think it's a manageable number is what you can get from him, you know. And again, length is not gonna be an issue here. It'll be two one-year deals or a two-year deal or something like that. You know, that's kind of what it's going to be. The guy's been in the league for a while. But why, and he played every game. But that's been his that's, – that's who he's been. He's been a rock his whole freaking career, dude. His whole career, he's always been a rock for the, for the team, man. What a steal of a player. I was a big fan of his coming out of college. That was, uh, that was one that I, um, that I hit on. Um, huge fan of his coming out of college. And he is, he's missed one game in his, his career. Stupid. That's just ridiculous. That's the kind of guys we need on this team, by the way. <laughs> we need those kind of guys. That, oh, it was his rookie season? <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. No Panizo yet? Oh, man. Let me see. Send him a link just in case. I don't know. Did I not send it right? Let me see. Maybe I sent it to the wrong one. I thought I sent it to the right one. I thought for sure I sent it to the right one, but I don't know. Normally he's on time. Uh, I, I don't remember his email off the top, but it says Franco on it. It, it, how many are you going to have that are going to come up saying Franco on yours? You got three? Damn. I only know Franco Panizo, and then what was that pizza place uh, when we were young? Franco's, it was, it was like a commercial on, on WCIX, man. Was it, was it Franco? Was it just called Franco's Pizza? Right, I think. I, I remember one on 163rd. You remember that Frank? Was yeah, it no, Fra no. I, I think was I remember Franco's. But wasn't I don't it Franco's remember. Pizza? It was just Franco's yeah. Pizza, right? I could swear Big Wilson. I could see Big Wilson. I don't know. I, I grew up on Enrico's. I, I can see Big Wilson going to a commercial, the night owl going to a commercial, playing his piano in between the breaks, telling us nuggets about the movies, and then let's go to a Franco's Pizza commercial. I want to say. I want to say it was Franco's. Let me see. Do we have a Franco's smash burger pizza here? and Godfather's Pizza both started uh, pizza on a platter. Huh. Well, look at Cap for Life with uh, with, that, pizza. with pizza nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. Is there yeah. a smash burger in Miami or Broward? Smash burger. That's yeah. a, that's in that's in uh, that's in uh, Sports Grill on Mondays. No, there's a restaurant I guess called that. Oh, really? Smash burger? Like smash burgers? Yeah, they just came up with a. Macaroni and cheese hamburger. So it's a cheeseburger with with macaroni and cheese on it with another layer of cheese to hold the mac and cheese in it. Not my style. I don't know. And I don't I don't think so either because I'm very But I am looking forward to the 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 youth fair. Yeah. And we're going to have the Just keep bringing the fried food. The uh the what is it? The Cuban Waffle sandwich or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, man. Just crazy stuff. Just keep the food coming. Franco's Pizza opened 24-7. Was it, Jay? Was it a 24-7 pizza parlor? Get the hell out of here. 
I remember I went to one one Franco's uh, on on 163rd. When you pass Krispy Kreme, remember us fat people, we use you know, we use food as as markers for us as our landmarks. When you're going down 163rd, and you're going east, and then you f- and you pass Krispy Kreme on your right side, and then the the road goes like this, and there's a Kmart. When it would go like that. And it would get to, before you got to 163rd Mall, Franco's Pizza was right there on the right side. Just after the Kmart right there. I remember as I, I went to it. And I'm pretty sure it was just called Franco's Pizza. Yeah. And I know I lost most of you with Big Wilson and WCIX and Creature Feature and all that kind of good stuff. You've got to be like a really hardcore, long-time South Floridian to uh, to know the to know the great Big Wilson and Creature Feature. That was those were the days, as they said. We got him now. All right, let's go. Let's talk a little football. My man Franco Panizo, ready to go. There he is. How you doing, my man? You doing good? I'm doing well, brother. I just found out I had a pizza place up here in South Florida. I didn't realize I had. Yeah, we had a Franco's because I like I I, I told Sean, <laughs> hey, maybe I sent the link wrong. But I only have one Franco's on my thing, so I maybe did I send you the link finally? Did you get it? You did. No, you did. You okay, did. Okay, just, okay. On my phone, my phone's default is Google Chrome, and Google Chrome currently has issues with StreamYard. It has to be through Safari, and I, yeah, I always forget that. No, because so. I, I only know two Franco's, you and then Franco's Pizza back in the day here in South Florida that we used to have it all over the place. So I figured that, you know, I figured, you know, that's uh, that's it. That's User only- error on my part. User error. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all good in the hood. And Franco's Pizza was pretty good, by the way. It was, it was pretty damn good. All right, so uh, talk to me about, about this team this year. Why should I be more jacked up than I was last year? Uh, the team has a little more football to it, a little more soccer uh skills over the course of the entire starting lineup and maybe some of the first players off the bench um so there's more football to the team you'll see probably a better style or a more aesthetically pleasing style now will that translate to results and wins and where inner miami wants to be well we could talk about that uh i think it's going to be a slow build i think it's going to be another slow start to the season i don't think that the starting group the strongest group is where it needs to be collectively. Uh, I think several individuals are still lagging behind a little bit in terms of their preseason preparation, fitness, sharpness, all that. So I think you'll see a slow start to the season, and then we'll see where the chips are in, uh, in about a month or two. When, when if the they're a playoff challenge. team, who are the goal scorers they must count on? Who must have terrific years for them to get into the playoffs and make some noise? Campana has to score some goals. And stay you healthy. imagine... You have healthy. to imagine Joseph Martinez as well. Um, they brought him on board, and um, they're planning to play with two strikers up top. So you, those are the two starting strikers. You know, Full Level's made much secret about that, but those are the two preferred strikers uh, in the 4-4-2 diamond, which he's used uh, a good bit during this preseason, this recently concluded preseason. So those two guys have to score goals. You have to imagine you're, you're going to get some as well from the midfield. So Nicolas Stefanelli, the Argentine, who came over from Europe. You have to imagine he contributes some goals and some assists here and there. So uh, you just need the, the players in attacking positions and starting attacking positions to deliver. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to have, you know, maybe a Gonzalo Higuain type of stretch run where, they, you know, they put the team on their back. So you're going to need a little bit from, from 
a number of different players, and I think those three will be uh, the biggest parts. From what we know today, because you know the team can change come summertime. You know there can be a signing here, a signing there, a big name and a small name. You never know, but uh, things could change from now until summer. Who's the midfielder that's going to make the difference? Because for me, that's also been a major weakness is that they have not had a really good offensive midfielder that can really set people up and maybe even be a threat himself. Do they have that person on the roster right now? So they don't have a, like a pure number 10 on the roster. That's that's what the question is. Uh, yes. Do they have a midfielder that's interesting? I think Stefanelli is an interesting player. I think he's got, uh, like I said before, like one of the players that brings a little bit more football to the group, just in terms of his his uh, reading of the game, his understanding of the game, his technique, his flicks, his tricks, his combination play. I like what I've seen from him in the early going. He'll get better as time gets uh, time gets moving because you know he'll have more chemistry with the guys. He'll have more games, more minutes. He'll feel sharper. So I think he'll be uh, one of the players to look out for. But you know, is he a guy that's going to pull the strings and then? set up other players consistently with like through passes. I don't know if I see that in his game. I think he's more of a combination type of guy, someone that can score as well. But, uh, you know, he's been playing in the 10 role. It's not a true 10, but he's been playing in the 10 role. So someone to keep an eye on is, is, is Nicola Stefanelli in that midfield. All right. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, by the way, at Franco Panizo and download and make sure you subscribe to Miami Total Football so you can find out anything and everything about this team. Franco, by the way, is the only media member that has been to every single home game of Inter-Miami since its inception. So he is uh, there all the time. He's like Sagua Fair. He is everywhere. (laughs) So make sure you follow him there. So now let me ask you something. So now um, I, I have thought that most of you locally, nationally, internationally, have all been kind of full of shit pretty much about Messi coming here. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is crazy. He's going to stay. Okay, but now I'm now I'm starting to think there's some logic to this because I, I was convinced after the World Cup or after the Olympics um, that he was going to get a big deal from, you know, uh, from, uh, what's it called? No, the World Cup, I'm sorry. Uh, he was going to get a, a big deal from somebody in Europe or something. And maybe even go to the Saudis where, where Cristiano went, you know. But maybe he's thinking that's bad PR, so I'm not. And he hasn't gotten that deal from Europe. And the season's about to start. And and so you're going to be in the summer and that thing's going to be up. What's up with Messi? Is it actually, there actually is some truth to this? This thing really I could mean, end up happening? That's why I told you, you know, you never know. There's a big name that can come in the summer. This is not inside information. I, I know the rest of Messi the same that we've seen and read and but I've always told you big over the years when you've asked me uh here on the show what do I think I've always said I think Inter Miami is going to make a very serious strong push and try to bring him on if that proves to be enough or not in the end we'll see we'll see but I stand by that that statement I think Inter Miami makes a very serious push and I think there's a good chance I think they have a fighting chance in this thing well no now now I believe it because nobody else has given him a contract and I'm baffled by that I'm absolutely baffled that he has not signed a new deal. It's also probably in his interest to drag it out and be in the headlines. Will he, won't he? You know, he's part of the the daily conversation and the international sports conversation. So, you know, it's probably, you know, as well as his interest not to jump to to any decisions. And 
you know, drag it out a little bit. See see what, what offers he gets and then see where he wants to go. I Listen, I think that there's a chance that he comes to South Florida. I think Inter Miami needs it because this team, even though it has maybe a little bit more football to it, it doesn't have a whole lot of star power. And, you know, I don't know if fans are going to turn out consistently for a team without star power. They're, maybe, not, they're, maybe, they're, maybe. Not, they're not turning out for this team at all. They have to win a shitload so you can then bring them out because then winning will bring them out. But you're right, and Moss knows that. He knows he needs star power in a big-time way. So let me ask you something. Is this going to be a David Beckham thing? Because Sean and I were talking about this, that they'll for sure give him a team, give him an expansion team, and say, here you go, we're going to give you a discounted team. They go for $500 million. Here's yours for 50 and you can uh, build your own team when you're done, and you can be an owner, and you can be a part of the MLS. Will, will that be a part of the whole mix? Will it be only Moss? Or will it also be the league trying to assist in making this happen? Because everybody wins. What won't they offer him is what is a, probably the better question. Because, listen, <laughs> it's it's not only beneficial to Inter-Miami if he comes here. It's beneficial to MLS as a whole. The whole tide rises if, if Lionel Messi comes to South Florida this summer. Because now you have so many more eyeballs on the league. Apple TV will be a very happy corporate sponsor for MLS, um, you know, entering that first year of their new deal. Uh, Adidas, which is Messi's lifetime sponsor, um, you know, they they're a sponsor for the league as well. So there's going to be all types of different wrinkles, uh, I'm sure, offered to Messi to try to make him come on board. Especially since this is now officially the lead up to the 2026 World Cup, which will be here in the United States as well as in Mexico and Canada. So there will be plenty of reasons to offer him boatloads of cash, all types of incentives, ownership of an MLS team, perhaps. Um, you name it, you name it. Talk shows, whatever, whatever, whatever he's looking for. You know, you, you can probably find here. They'll make it a very sweet deal. Again, will it be too good uh, to pass up on? Only Messi and his family will be able to decide that. But I think Inter Miami and MLS make a very, very serious push. What's the percentage that he ends up in an Inter Miami uniform this summer? If you're asking me, I flip the coin. I say fifty-fifty as of today. Damn 50-50. it, you waffler. <laughs> hey, if you listen, if you want to know what I think, I think he's coming. I think he's coming. Well, that's what I, I want to hear. That's what I, I want to hear. I think he's coming. I want some confidence. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to be realistic. But if you're asking me what, like, what I think, yeah, I think he's coming. I so think, you're go, you're going sixty forty now. I mean, if you're asking me what I think, sure, yeah. I'll, that's I'll, what I'm I'll asking. Go, Oh, I mean, I thought. Uh, I mean, all right, all right. Fifty-one forty-nine. Sean says fifty-one forty-nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I mean, listen. I think he's coming. I think he's coming. I think. I didn't. Be- I sense. didn't believe it for a second. I didn't think it was realistic. I thought he was going to get a deal. But every day that passes, that he doesn't have a deal by the summer now, I think he's coming now. Now I'm. Now I'm. I'm getting more and more convinced that Messi will be in an Inter Miami uniform. And by the way, I, I, I told my buddy three three four days ago. I said, "Dude, you should go buy season tickets. Go buy a couple pairs." He goes, why? And I go, because when Messi gets here, you'll be able to sell the second half of the season and make up all your money and a hell of a lot more on top of all of that. Because it's those, not, huh? It's not, a, it's, not a bad, uh, it's not a bad gamble. It's not I know. It's not a bad gamble to take there. I know. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, uh, I'll say this because, you know, it's, I don't think it's an insignificant fact. I think it was at uh, the World Cup final. But Jorge Mas was either in or close to 
Messi's entourage and the, and the suite that Messi's you know group had. I don't think it's coincidental. Of course I don't know not. How, you know, or have, you know, like there's there's definitely some talks that have been had. You know, I don't think you know. I know there's tampering rules and all these things that, that come into play with international signings and all this. But Jorge Mas being in in the suite or near Messi's suite with Messi's entourage when Inter Miami's trying to sign Messi. I mean, you know, you put two and two together and, and see and figure that out. And so, we um, all know tampering never goes on in any pro sport whatsoever. <laughs> never, never. Come on. We're, we're the team that had five DPs, bro. Come on. <laughs> These guys are going to do anything they can to win. That's the good thing about the Moss brothers. They're going to do whatever it takes to win, brother. It doesn't matter whatever it is. So I, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm, I'm dead wrong on this. I thought it would never happen. But now I'm more and more convinced that it's going to happen because I think he would have had a deal already in place. A guy like him, you know, you're risking injury right now. And then, and then what? What if you blow out your knee? Then you're not going to get that deal. So to me, this tells me he's coming here already. Because I, I can't imagine. Come on. Come on, Franco. Let's think about this. His agent hasn't gotten calls from teams all over the world that the Saudis haven't already called and said, hey, man, we'll give him. I mean, what was that report? Like 500 million or something like that? It was like a sick report that that the Saudis were offering him. Uh, uh, it was the it was the rival team to the one that Ronaldo's playing in. So it's the other team that's part of that uh, Saudi league that they are the monsters of that league. I don't know the name because I don't follow the Saudi league, but apparently they were willing to give him like five hundred million dollars for a couple of years. Which I mean, hey, they've got a lot of money. So yeah, uh, again, you know. I, I, I think there's a chance he goes to. I see him in MLS before I see him in Saudi Arabia. Me too. Like Me Cristiano, too. if it's Cristiano Ronaldo a little bit more in his profile, but I don't think it fits Messi's profile and who, right. who he's been and what he's been his entire career. So yeah, um, it'll yeah. be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. The, the Inter Miami storyline in 2023, um, you know, any season preview goes with some talk about Messi. Whether it's a little bit of talk, a lot of talk, it's just it's just part of the storyline going into this year. But where there's smoke, there's fire. There's been a lot of smoke so far. Let's see if the fire arrives in the summer. All right. Uh, tell them about Miami Total Football, my friend. Yeah, you can check out the podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we do it all. We do it all. So Miami Total Football, um, you know, we talk about Inter-Miami on a regular basis. Um, probably provide you with as deep and as thorough an analysis and coverage as, as you can find here in South Florida. So uh, check it out if you're an Inter-Miami fan. Even if you're not, maybe it'll, it'll help put you on. I actually just tweeted out one of the – the messages I got over the off season, the, the football, the MLS, the soccer off season, um, from somebody that discovered the pod all the way out in Thailand, and they were nice. like very happy to discover the pod, and they were like you know so happy to found a, a passionate and detailed podcast. So um, you know, check it out if you haven't already, and if you already listened, then uh, thank you for tuning in. We do it for you guys, and uh, you know, thanks to you guys, we were also invited to the media game this week at Drinking Stadium, which was a lot of fun. Um, my team lost, but uh, it was good fun. Good fun. Good stuff as always. Frank, I appreciate you immensely, my brother. Enjoy the football this weekend, my friend. Be good. Thank you. Talk to you soon, Bigo. You got it. There you go. Franco Panizo, Miami Total Football, MIA Total Football is the podcast. Subscribe to it. Download it. Make sure you hit the notification bell. That way you know when they are going live. And if you follow Franco on Twitter, he usually tweets out when they're going to record the podcast and all that stuff. And then and then it gets posted right after. I, I, I never thought this was going to happen.
I never thought. No, I, I, it just doesn't sound realistic because he can make so much money, but I don't know how he doesn't have a contract already at this point. And, and Brett Dodger in the comments came up with another, another way we can make this happen. Okay. Talk to me. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Field goal kicker. Okay. Can we bring him in and add that to the, oh, to the mix? So we make Messi the starting forward of the team and the starting kicker of yeah, the Dolphins. Take Jason Sanders out. I like it. I like it. How you doing, sir? How's that? Cristiano Ronaldo. What about him? He's playing in Saudi Arabia. No. No, no, no. No, he signed for money. He went to Saudi and he's playing the Saudi Arabian League, which is not a good look for him PR-wise, but they're paying him, I believe, in the neighborhood of $100 million a year. Yeah. They, they, they have money to burn there. Huh? Right. Yeah. That's what they're doing with Live Golf. So they're trying to, they're trying to get in all kinds of sports now. Who? Yeah, they will. They'll be building the stadium in uh, in Miami by uh, the Re- uh, the Mel Reese Golf Course. Right. Yes. Yes. They'll move it from Fort Lauderdale. It's in Fort Lauderdale now. They'll move it over there once it's ready. It'll be like in two years. More. Two more years. Hey, oh. Yes. How's that? I'm sorry. Yes. It'll be packed. Yeah. They'll spend. The Moss brothers will spend. I need to correct you, Thank on, you. on the Ronaldo contract. Oh, what is it? I'm sorry. How much more? $210 million a year. Oh, 210 a year. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Like, you crazy, bro. That is just crazy. crazy money. And that's, that's, why, that's why I thought Messi was going to get a deal somewhere else. I really thought he would end up somewhere else because, you know, and, and here in the MLS, they can't afford that kind of money. But, man, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, not many, not many teams can afford him. You're right, Brett. That is, that is a salary that is absolute. But, but he also will pay for himself in a way because he's going to sell. The second you sign him, my God, let me, let me, let me just warn you this. Let me, let, me, let me tell you ahead of time what's going to happen in South Florida if Messi signs here. The number one jersey in town will not be Tyreek Hill or Tua. It will be Messi. Everybody will want a messy jersey. Men, women, kids, Americans, international people, uh, uh, people from Central and South America, Caribbean, you name it. Why? Because that's the biggest name in the world in sports. So that's the thing that, you know, when you think about it, Messi is a guy that is a, 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 an international name. So the second you sign him, let me tell you something. Inter Miami—that will be the number one jersey in South Florida, and then that jersey, that Inter Miami Messi jersey, you're going to find it in Brazil, in Argentina, in Colombia, and in, in Europe, all over the place. Because all of a sudden, his his name, your brand, becomes his name. Yes, that's right. So you're you're gonna. It, it's just an amazing thing what they're doing. Whoever picks him up is you're also picking up a marketing machine in the process. So that's where you are going to get in return. And then you get more uh, viewers. So you get to charge more for commercials. You're going to charge more. Well, by the way, get ready to pay more for your seats and your club seats and all that kind of stuff. That's why I said, I told my buddy uh, three days ago, and he goes, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy a couple of tickets to go see the team. I go, bro, you got money. 
go buy a couple of season pairs. And he goes, why would I do that? And I go, because when Messi gets here, that the, those tickets are going to be worth a fortune, bro. You're going to be able to sell them eight times over. People are going to come from overseas to come see Messi. Okay? People are going to come. Fans are going to be in Mexico, and they're going to fly over to hang out in South Florida for a week and to catch a game with Messi there. You know, you get to see one of the greatest players in the history of the entire game. That's the, that's what it is. Like, like nobody on the Dolphins, well, maybe Tyreek might be listed as one of the greatest Dolphins of all time. I don't know yet. Right now, I mean, it's only one season. You're going to need several. But think about this. The second the guy steps on your pitch, you have one of the five, six, seven, eight, whatever you want to argue, greatest players to ever play the one single game that is played all over the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, messy hamburger. Yeah, no, definitely. Yes, definitely. No doubt about that. All right, we, uh, we got to uh, wrap it up here on the show. We thank Alan Pupart. Uh, we thank Steve Calibro. We thank Franco Panizo. As always, we thank the man, the myth, the legend. That is Sean Stanley. We thank the great people at Cutter's Edge Pro. They are a proud sponsor of our program, Will and Mike. They do great work, folks. I've been telling you about uh, our landscaping at our home, and uh, we're going to put together a video this weekend, um, and uh, we'll show you a little bit more of our backyard and some of the things that uh, we're doing. And I'm telling you, synthetic turf, irrigation design, outdoor lighting, landscape design, tree trimming and removals. Please call my friends at Cutter's Edge Pro in Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties, 954-472-0622. Once again, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at Big O Show. I still have one pair of tickets left for the Drone Racing League. Tyreek Hill is going to be there on Saturday. I'm going to be there, too. So if uh, you're going or you happen to win tickets, um, you know, uh, make sure you uh, give me a shout-out out there. Maybe we can meet and reach out to me on my uh, DMs there. Frankie, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Alex says, jersey sales alone. Yep, I'm with you there, man. How's that? With Inter Miami, the way they do the different colors and the different kits, you're going to have so many different jerseys that they're going to be selling. They, they, I mean, I'm telling you, it'll be the number one. It'll be all over South Florida. Easily. Everybody will be wearing a Messi jersey. It'll be the most stylish thing to wear. An Inter-Miami Messi jersey will be the thing that every kid is going to be asking for. Adults, guys are going to want to wear it all the time. Women are going to want to wear it all the time. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it, that alone in itself is going to be just so monstrous. And I really think he's coming because of what I've told you over and over again. I was convinced he would already have a contract. And I've been dead ass wrong about this. Dead ass wrong. Really is amazing to me. All right, we're out of here. We will see you uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. as always. Live from Acura of Pembroke Pines, baby. We'll be uh, hanging out with the boys out there at 15601 Pines Boulevard, just off of I-75 in Pines. Come on out and uh, join us, please. Would love to uh, meet you out there. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.